Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. New Assistant by JK1979 Chapter 01 Over my corporate career I have discovered that there are certain milestones that you pass. I started my first job at 22 and had spent 21 years slowly, but steadily climbing up the ladder. I began in a small shared cubicle, then earned my own. As the team I supervised grew, I eventually earned an office, then finally, one of the corner offices with the windows that wrapped around. My company was a bit old-fashioned. Most other organizations had gotten rid of most offices or made them out of glass, preferring a more open layout. Here, however, they kept to the more traditional layout with cubicles on the lower floors and executives in larger offices on the upper levels. Outside of each office was a small desk where an executive assistant would sit. I was pretty proud of myself for having achieved all of this. I grew up a small town kid, smart but a bit awkward. As I moved the last of my stuff into the large space on the 35th floor of a 38-story building, I felt like I had finally made it. It had not been overnight. Some of my colleagues were a fair bit younger, kids who grew up rich with all the right connections. That was not me. I was 43, and I had fought the trust fund babies all my career, crushing them and stepping over them, step by step all leading towards here, senior vice president of the Eastern Division. I sat down in the large, super-ergonomic chair that was behind my wood desk and leaned back, savoring the moment. The company was traditional in the office design as well as the layout. Behind me I had two walls of windows that gave a panoramic view of the city and let in light. My desk was large and wooden, with the front going down to the floor. I had two comfortable leather chairs facing my desk and a leather couch and a coffee table on the side of the room. There were bookcases on the walls that weren't all windows but they were mostly empty. I knew I would fill them eventually. I walked to the tall mirror on the wall beside a coat rack and looked at myself. I had held up pretty well over the years, I thought. I was five feet ten inches, my hair was blonde, and cut short. I ran my fingers through it. It was a bit thin, but still there. My light blue eyes regarded myself above my full-trimmed beard. I was wearing a blue suit with a white shirt and dark blue tie. I ran most mornings so I was in pretty good shape. I was pretty pleased with myself at that moment. I straightened my tie with my left hand and glanced at the simple gold band that I wore there. It reminded me that I had promised to call my wife later and let her know how my day was going. My self-reflection was interrupted by a knock at my door. I called out for the person to enter, looked over and saw a young woman standing there. She was beautiful. That was my first impression. Her auburn hair was pulled back in a tight, professional-looking bun with only a single strand loose, hanging over her cheek. Her face was oval, behind heavy black framed glasses, her nose was small with brown freckles across the bridge and her cheeks. Her lips, plump without looking fake, were painted with a subtle color. I could not stop my eyes as they wandered down her body.
She was wearing a black and white striped sweater with a neckline that cut down in A.V. It was professional-looking but I caught a small glimpse of cleavage. The sweater was large enough to mask her true bust size but I got the impression that her breasts were quite large. She had on a black skirt that came to mid-thigh and hugged her hips, and presumably her ass, quite nicely. Her legs were clad in dark stockings and had cute, anklet boots with a short heel on her feet. I guessed her height was somewhere around 5 feet 4 inches, 5 feet 5 inches. I shook my head, hoping that I had not been ogling her for too long. That was the last thing I needed. An HR complained on my first day in my new role. Um, I said, a bit confused as to why she was there. Hi. Can I help you? Are you Brian Whitecastle? She asked. I nodded. That was, indeed, my name. Her voice was a bit husky, something I had always found sexy in a woman. Great, she said. I'm Tara, your new executive assistant. Very nice to meet you. I was very confused. I had interviewed a dozen candidates for the role of ex- My Side Slut, April by JK 1979. Chapter 01 Meeting My Side Slut How can meeting someone be both the best and worst thing that could happen to you? I often ask myself this question when I think about April and how she turned my life upside down. How she made herself a part of my life and almost destroyed it. When I think about her I am torn. I regret everything and I regret nothing. I had just turned 41 when I met April. I had almost missed my own birthday, honestly. I have found that the older I get the less I care about that day. I don't resent getting older. I mean, it's unavoidable, but I cannot tell the difference between the years very much anymore. I suppose it might be tougher on some men. Men who have given up so much to live the lives that they think they should. Men who married and made families and moved to the suburbs, taking jobs they dislike to keep their families in the lifestyle they believe they should provide. I, on the other hand, have done pretty much what I wanted for my entire life. I'm not bragging. I have given up a fair bit for this. I did marry, and I am happy with that. Kendall, my wife, was a couple years younger than me. She is beautiful and brilliant. She is a partner in a law firm and provides most of our income. We never did make a family, however. I had never had that strong a desire for children, and she let me know early on that she had none whatsoever. After some soul-searching I realized that I was fine with that. So instead of the path so many of our friends took we made our own way. We never moved into the suburbs, instead lived in a large loft condo in the city. We don't go to dance recitals. We go out for supper and to the movies and concerts. It's a good life, one that has kept us happy and looking much younger than our years. I wasn't totally dependent on Kendall, financially. I had inherited an old brick building downtown. I rented out most of the space in it providing a relatively healthy income for me. If I ever wanted to be a multimillionaire I could sell to developers to put up another soulless condo. This has never appealed to me. We had more than enough and I loved the rickety old building. The main floor retail space was mine, however. That was where I had my record store, Sublime Vinyl. In a time when brick and mortar shops can barely survive, competing against the internet, I do okay. I keep my own rent down, after all. I have always loved music and had started collecting records when I was still a kid. When I graduated university with a useless history degree, shortly after meeting my wife, I needed to decide what to do. She suggested making my collecting hobby my job. I had the building after all, and it would be something I would not hate. It was the best decision of my life. Eleven years later I'm still happy to come into work, sit among the dusty records and talk about music all day. I have an online store and truthfully, that provides the bulk of my business, but it's the in-store experience that I love. I have regulars who have been shopping here since day one who have become friends. I can sit behind my counter with an ever-full cup of coffee, hang out and shoot the shit. Business is never booming but I cannot exactly do it completely on my own. I have three employees. Pete is a guy a bit older than me. He's quiet and a bit of a mystery. I hired him shortly after I opened the store and I still know next to nothing about him. He likes classic and obscure country music and is encyclopedic in his knowledge of the genre. He watches the store when I take my days off and takes care of most of the shipping. 
Andy is a black man in his twenties. He's funny, loud, about three hundred pounds. He works weekends and pumps rap when he gets control of the turntable. Strangely it seems like him and Pete are great friends. My last employee was a middle-aged woman named Kay. She also had been with me from the early days. She was an aging punk with her hair chopped short and spiky. We were great friends but unfortunately she had just married her long-term girlfriend and the two of them were moving out of the city to set up a yoga retreat on some farm. That meant that the first time in a long time I had to hire someone. That was how I met April. When you run a record store you don't have any trouble attracting prospective employees. Everyone thinks they would love working at one. The problem was getting a good fit for the team. We worked closely together, and being able to get along was the most important thing. I had not even posted the job online. I did not want to be flooded with applications. I just put a small sign in the window saying, help needed. Several people had approached me about the job but I didn't like the vibe off of any of them so I gave non-comital responses to them all. Finally, after about a week and a half April came in. I was alone in the shop. Usually the early shift would have been K's but she had already left for her yoga paradise so I was covering them all. I really needed to hire someone. The young girl, I guessed 18 but later found out she was 20, walked straight down the aisle towards the counter and, I have to admit, I enjoyed watching her approach. April was about 5 feet 3 inches. She had thick, shoulder-length auburn hair and a very cute face. She wasn't thin but her waist was small. She had magnificent breasts, hard to judge the size from just that look but they were big. She was wearing a white cotton shirt that buttoned up the front with the top few buttons undone, showing some impressive cleavage. The material was just this side of sheer and you could just make out the ghost of her red brow. The collar was open and one shoulder fell down, exposing the upper slope of that breast and a red bra strap. A sack-like bag hung off of the other shoulder. The shirt was tied just above her belly button showing the smooth white skin between that at the button of her high-waisted jean shorts. Those shorts were very short, cut high in the back with the lower curve of her full ass showing and either front the pockets hung below the legs. Her legs were smooth and ivory white. She had on simple sandals and her toes were painted royal blue. So yeah, I enjoyed watching her approach, her full hips swinging side to side, a slight bounce to her breasts as she stepped forward. I couldn't help wondering how much then bounced without that confining bra. Oh hi, I'm April, she said as she arrived at the counter. Um, I saw that you are hiring? For a sales associate? Oh, I said, glancing up at her face and meeting her green eyes, realizing I had been staring at her cleavage. Thankfully she didn't let on that she noticed that. Right. I'm Jake. Jake Hawthorne. And yeah, I'm hiring. You interested? Do you have experience? Oh yeah, she said. Just let me. She placed her bag on the ground and leaned forward to dig in it. From my higher vantage point I could tell that it was a mess in there. Also, from that vantage point I could see that her loose top fell forward and I could look right down her top. Her breasts were creamy white, with almost translucent skin. I could see faint lines of veins below the skin. The bra, now that I could see the material was red but it was sheer, and I could make out her nipples and the large areolas around them. She straightened up and I quickly looked away, suddenly interested in an old flyer tape to the counter advertising a punk show that had happened six months ago. She smiled at me while she handed over a couple of pieces of paper. Her resume. Here you go she said. If you want to look it over I can walk around. I haven't been here in years. Oh, I said glancing up from the paper. You've been before? Oh yeah, she said. I used to come with my dad, back when, a long time ago. She had avoided something there but I ignored it. Well, I said smiling at her. Welcome back. I'll take a look and call you back over. She wandered the aisles and I watched her idly examine the collection. I liked what I saw. Not just her young body, which of course was a delight, but how she handled the records. She pulled them out of the racks almost reverently. She ran her fingers along the smooth gloss of the covers and occasionally raised the album to her nose and smelled it. That made me smile. I too love the smell of an old album. I scanned her resume, expecting to be underwhelmed. She was pretty young to be a good fit here, and her hot young body, as delightful as it was, was not going to get her the job. No music store experience, of course. There were not too many shops like mine left. She had worked retail before. That was good. It looked like mall stuff, mostly. 
Her most recent job, however, was interesting. The love nest. I wondered what kind of place that was. I expected to see that she was in university, given her age, but after graduating from high school it seemed like she had just been working. Finally I put down the resume and called out her name, April. She spun, a pretty sight and bounced over to the counter. This looks pretty good. I said, tapping the resume on the counter. It's pretty informal here. Do you mind a quick interview right now? It's pretty quiet so I don't expect that we will be interrupted. Oh, she said smiling, her round cheeks forming dimples. Of course. Right here? I gestured to the other stool behind the counter. You can come around back here and we can chat. I pushed thoughts about how attracted I was to her out of my mind. I was back into boss mode and wanted to get through the interview and make a clear decision. I was still doubting that she would be a good fit. She sat on the stool beside me and swung her legs back and forth under her, her feet not quite reaching the floor. Okay, she said. I'm ready when you are. Fire away! I ran through my usual interview questions. Why a record store? Loved music and happy memories in shops like these. Why not going to university? Couldn't afford it right now. Saving up so she did not need to take on too many loans. How do you approach a customer who doesn't know what they want? And so on. Finally I tapped the resume again. I was wondering. I asked. What's this place? The love nest? Oh. She said and glanced away. Thus far I had been able to concentrate on the interview and ignore her body but with this question I saw a blush form on her cheeks and rise up the top of her breasts and across her chest. That was the last place I worked. It was a kind of clothing and toy store? Like a sex shop, I guess you would say. Oh. I said, returning my eyes to hers. Did you like it? Why did you leave? Oh. She smiled. Those dimples again. I loved it. I like helping people. People get so nervous and weird about what they want, and it was fun to help them get out of their shells. I didn't leave them. They shut down. She shrugged. The internet. You know? I did really well there. My boss, Susan, she's one of my references, always said I was one of her best sellers. I didn't doubt that. How could you not want to buy sexy things from a girl who looked like this? I was on the fence. She was confident and spoke well. She had experience, and I did not doubt some of my male customers would love having her to talk to as they shopped. Still, she was young. I did not like bringing on staff, training them, then have them leave. Okay, I said. Last question. What's your favorite album? And if someone came in and asked for it, what are three others you would recommend to them? She crinkled her nose, thinking hard for a moment. That's such a hard question. I love so many albums. I think. Live at Max's Kansas City by Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers. That's the album. And the recommendations, Iggy Pop and the Stooges, Raw Power, the Ramones' first album, and The Clash, London Calling for some British in the mix. I blinked. I had not expected 1970s punk to be her go-to, but I was impressed. All of those albums were in my top ten of all time. Interesting. I said. You are a bit young for that mix. How did you discover them? Oh, she said, and smiled again, but this time her eyes seemed sad. My dad. That was the kind of stuff he always listened to. I grew to love it too. I looked at her for a moment tapping my knuckles on my thigh, thinking. Fuck it, I thought, let's take a chance. Okay, I said. You have the job. Her eyes widened, face breaking into a grin. Really? She almost squealed. For real? She suddenly launched herself off of her stool and wrapped her arms around me. My own came up, instinctually and wrapped around her as she pressed herself against me. It was a very brief moment, her small frame against mine, those large breasts against my chest. I could smell her shampoo in her hair and a slight spicy scent of some perfume. I am not going to lie. As she held me those few seconds, I began to react, my cock beginning to lengthen down the leg of my jeans. Then she released me and stepped back, blushing. I'm sorry, she said quickly. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, it's just that with me being out of work my rent, I just... She smiled shyly. I just really needed some good news today. Thank you so much, Mr. Hawthorne. You won't regret it. And I am sorry about the hug. It's okay. I told her, smiling. Nothing wrong with being happy. I don't hate hugs. She chuckled. 
Oh good. I'm a hugger. I swallowed at that. I had not meant to imply that I wanted more. That would have been inappropriate. We talked for a little longer and set up her schedule. She would open the store a couple of days and close a couple of days. I usually came in late in the morning and worked until close to the closing time so we would see each other most of her shifts. I hoped it would work out. I really needed the help and I already liked her. She was nice to be around. Before she left she asked me about a dress code. This made me laugh. One of the reasons I had my own store was that I liked wearing jeans and band t-shirts and had no interest in wearing some suit. I told her to wear whatever she was comfortable in. And then she left. That night I was thinking about her. I would have told my wife about my new hire but she had messaged me earlier to let me know that she would be working late. A big case that she needed to put the time into. I did not mind. I was used to this and honestly, liked being alone. My wife and I loved one another but her job meant that we lived very separate lives in many ways. I considered, after I ate my takeout supper, going to a local bar where there would be live music but did not feel like leaving the house. Instead I put on an album and took a glass of expensive whiskey to the living room and settled into my leather chair to enjoy it while I poked around on my laptop. The album I chose was Raw Power by Iggy Pop. One of my favorites but brought to mind my April's suggestion. I hadn't listened through it for some time and the heavy guitar and Iggy's distinctive voice impressed me once again. I thought about April, how she looked and how her breasts felt pressed against me. I felt myself getting aroused and decided to jerk off. I opened my favorite porn video site and began to browse around, looking for a girl that looked like April. I knew it was creepy but what no one knew did not hurt anyone I rationalized. It was unsatisfying. No one looked enough like her. One aspect would be correct but would miss the rest. Eventually I sighed, closing the laptop and opened my jeans pulling out my cock, closing my eyes. I would just try this by memory. I wondered if she liked older men. This was all academic, I told myself. I was happily married. I was not going to risk anything for some young thing. Still. Did she? I did a mental accounting of myself. I thought I looked okay. I was 41C but I ran most days around the nearby park, keeping myself fit and avoiding the worst of the dad bod syndrome. I was 5 feet 10 inches with blonde hair that was just thinning a bit. I kept it short with a weekly barber cut. I had a full beard that was starting to go gray on the chin. I liked the gray hair, actually. I thought it looked good. I was pretty heavily tattooed with my arms and legs covered in sleeves and a large piece with a skull and crossed guns across my chest. The hard cock I gripped in my fist while I brought April's body to memory was a good size. About seven and a half inches in thick. I filled my hand as I stroked, and I had never had any complaints from my wife or any of my previous lovers. I imagined slowly unbuttoning the white shirt April had worn today pushing it open and revealing her large breasts captured by that red bra. I could picture her blush, a flush of red on her pale skin, forming across her chest. Her breathing heavily as I stroked her nipples through the fabric of her bra. Take it off. I whispered in my empty loft apartment. In my imagination she reached behind her and undid the clasp letting it fall free, her young breasts still firm enough that they just fell a bit when released. Fuck me. The imaginary girl whispered. And then I came, a sudden, unexpected climax that I was not ready for. I groaned as I sprayed come over my pumping hand, across my thighs and onto the black jeans I was wearing. I had not come so fast in a very long time. I chuckled to myself after I caught my breath and used the Kleenex to clean myself up as much as I could before throwing the jeans in the wash and having a quick shower. Then I went to bed, barely noticing when my wife finally came home and joined me. Kelsey was up before I was the next morning. She did not seem to need sleep, that woman. I helped myself to the coffee she made and joined her at our table. How did your work go last night? I asked after kissing her. Brutal. I expect long days and late nights all week, she said rolling her eyes. How about you? Still working open until close, with Kay gone? Oh, I said suddenly remembering my new hire, and then feeling a brief wash of guilt about my masturbation fantasy the night before. Right. I actually hired someone yesterday. Some kid. A girl. She seemed okay and needed the job. Oh good, Kendall said smiling. That's good. It's been a bit of a sausage fest in there for a while. Yep. I laughed. Pounds of sausage. Anyway. 
Today I train her to open and then tomorrow I train her to close. Then she can take the shifts that Kay used to work. That's perfect, Kendall said. I have to run though, she added standing. After this week let's make sure to have a couple of date nights. Dinners and movies. Okay? I agreed to that and she kissed me and left. I finished my coffee and then took my car to work. As I drove up I could see April leaning on the brick beside the door to my store, back against the wall, one leg bent and foot flat against the wall balancing on the other. She had headphones in and was scrolling through her cell phone. I pulled into the alley beside the building and into my parking spot tucked behind a raised loading dock I didn't use. I walked around to the front of the building and looked April up and down as I approached. She had not noticed me so I took my time. Today, her auburn hair was pulled back in a loose ponytail, one strand free, hanging over her face. She was wearing a loose, thick sweater that was cut low in a V in the front. It was the kind that most girls would wear a camisole beneath, but April had chosen not to. I could clearly see her cleavage and the tops of her breasts. She had the long sleeves pushed up her arms and the hem hung to her hips. She was wearing a skirt today, a loose black one with pleats all around. It was very short, coming just a couple of inches down on her thighs, showing her pale legs very well. I have to admit that as soon as I saw her I remembered my fantasy of the night before and began to harden in my jeans. I shook my head and pushed those thoughts away. Be good, I told myself. Behave. I was beside her then and reached out and lightly tapped her shoulder. She was engrossed in her phone and I guess she had not noticed me at all. She jumped at my touch, spinning towards me. This made her big tits bounce beneath her sweater and I realized that she probably wasn't wearing a bra, judging by the way they swung under the knit material. Oh, she exclaimed. I'm sorry, Mr. Hawthorne. I didn't see you. I should have been paying attention. It's okay, I said. My bad. You ready to learn how to open the store? Am I ever? She said and then pressed herself against me, before I could react, wrapping her arms around me and hugging me. My eyes widened and I quickly backed away from her as my cock hardened even more. It was not a tent in my pants yet, but as I glanced down there was definitely a bit of a bulge. Oh, I said, at a loss for words. Good morning? I'm sorry, she said, stepping back and looking up at me with a worried look on her face. I thought you said you liked hugs? She looked so worried that I felt bad for jumping away. She was probably worried about her job, I thought. It's okay, I said. I was just surprised. When you meet the other guys who work here you will see why I don't get a lot of hugs from my employees. Okay, she said smiling again. I did warn you. I'm a hugger. She stepped against me again, hugging me. I was able to angle my hips away from her to hide my slight arousal which only got worse with this hug. Her body against my thin t-shirt made it clear that she definitely was not wearing a bra. She broke the hug after a brief moment and smiled up at me again, showing off her dimples. I'm just so happy to have this job, Mr. Hawthorne. We went in and I started to show her how to open. It was not a difficult job at my store. She had to open a register, count the safe, and, most importantly, make coffee. It was difficult for me, however. Difficult to keep my eyes off of her. When we went to count the safe she squatted down to look into the low safe and I was standing behind her. As she bent her knees I watched as her skirt was pulled upwards. It was so short that within a second I could see the lower globes of her round ass. I expected to see her panties then but none came to view. My eyes widened and I couldn't stop staring. Was she not wearing underwear? I wondered to myself. She grunted and then went down on her hands and knees as she reached into the back of the safe to dig out the tray of coin at the back. That position gave me a clear view of her entire ass, wiggling as he pulled the heavy tray towards her. Now I could see that she actually was wearing underwear. Just not very much. I could see the entire crack of her ass, and rising up out of it was a thin blue cord that connected to a triangle of fabric with cords leading off over both hips. Ah, I realized. A G-string. One cheek was a perfect white half-moon the other was almost perfect but had a bruise, almost like a bite mark on it. The way she moved I could see the blue material hugging her pussy, and could clearly make out the way that it pulled against her puffy lips. I was breathing very shallowly, trying not to bring attention to myself and my enjoyment of this show. My cock was hard and straining against my jeans and with her back to me I gave myself a little squeeze. Finally she retrieved what she was looking for and sat back on her legs, still kneeling on the floor. 
She leaned forward and began counting the bills and rolls of coins. Can you come here and make sure I'm doing this right? She said, glancing over her shoulder. If she saw the bulge in my pants she made no indication of it, and so I, once she looked away, rearranged myself as best I could and stepped forward to see what her hands were doing. That was a mistake. Leaning forward, her sweater fell away from her chest and, looking down I could see straight down her top. I had been correct earlier. There was definitely no bra. Her full tits were expanses of milky, almost translucent skin. At the tips I could see her nipples, bright rosy pink nubs with a lighter pink areola around them. At that point I couldn't care less about how she was counting my money. I was only watching her tits jiggle with her movements. Is that good? She asked. So good. I said quietly, then shook my head and glanced at her face which was looking up at me. I mean what? How I counted. She said. Did I do a good job, Mr. Hawthorne? I couldn't be sure but I felt like she glanced at my bulge and then back up at me, face unreadable. I coughed, embarrassed that I may have been caught being a gross old pervert. Oh yeah? Perfect. I said. Let's go have a coffee. We sat behind the counter and chatted idly about nothing that I remembered after the conversation was done. I was far too distracted by watching her breasts swing under the sweater, by the smooth skin of her thighs. We drank coffee and when the odd customer came in April would jump up and go help them. She really was good at selling. Not one person who came in left without buying anything. Now you might suspect that she was flirting her way into her sales, and I am sure that her being so attractive helped. Watching her work, however, I realized that her naturally cheerful manner and charm was doing the real heavy lifting. The view of her body was just the icing on the cake for her male customers. If I could only stop being such a creep, hiring her was going to be a great decision. Great job. I said after another customer left with more records in his bag than he had planned on buying and left the store. Oh thanks. She said. I'm having fun. She paused and looked down, almost shyly. She was gripping the hem of her skirt in her hand. Can I ask you a question, Mr. Hawthorne? Oh sure. I said. And you can call me Jake. You don't need to call me Mr. Hawthorne. Oh. She said. It's okay. I prefer Mr. Hawthorne. She looked up at me with a slightly worried expression. Is what I'm wearing okay? I blinked, surprised by the question. Oh, yeah. I said. It's fine. Okay. She said. It's just that. Well, you've been looking at my clothes a lot and I don't want to be wearing the wrong thing and you don't tell me to spare my feelings. Oh. I said mortified. I had not been, it turned out, been discreet in my checking her out. I'm so sorry, that's my bad, I'll. Oh. It's okay. She said, interrupting me. I don't mind you looking. In fact, I like it when you look at me, Mr. Hawthorne. It's just that, you told me to wear what I'm comfortable in. This is comfortable for me. She leaned towards me and her sweater fell forward. I tried not to look, I really did, but I could see the top of her cleavage. She placed her hand on my thigh, just above my knee. My leg jerked, surprised, but she moved her hand with it. Is it okay if I'm comfortable? She asked looking into my eyes. Her fingers were making small circles on the inside of my thigh just above my knee. You want me to be comfortable? I swallowed and gritted my teeth trying to will my cock to stop hardening right that moment. My will was not winning that battle and I knew a lump was forming in my lap. Sure. I said, my voice quiet. Yeah, I want you to be comfortable. Had her hand moved higher up or was that just my imagination, I wondered. Good. She said. Some people might say that I'm dressing slutty. Do you think I look slutty? I coughed. I was very aware of her hand on my thigh. My vision focused on April's face and it was like the rest of the room faded away. There was no shop piled with albums and CDs. There was no city outside of the door. There was just me and her. Um, no. I stammered. It. It's fine. You look fine, good. I mean. Oh. She said, raising her eyebrow. I don't look slutty. I thought I looked a bit slutty. I mean, I don't know if you noticed, Mr. Hawthorne, but. She raised the hand she didn't have on my thigh to her chest, gripping one of her breasts from below and raising it. My eyes were locked on it. The nipple, I could tell by the way the material tinted, was hard. I'm not wearing a bra. I swallowed past a lump in my throat. I noticed, I said and then inwardly cursed myself. This must be a trap. 
She was making me admit to being a sleazeball creep. I mean, it's okay, she said, her voice as quiet as mine. I don't mind you noticing. I like you noticing. I like dressing like a slut sometimes and it's nice to be noticed. She dropped her breast and it bounced as it fell from her hand. So, she said, and then the bell over the door rang as a customer walked in. She smiled slyly at me, squeezed my leg and said, We can finish this conversation at another time. Then she stood and went to greet the customer. That was around the time that Pete came in for his shift. April greeted him and he came over to talk to me. New girl? He asked in his customary brief way. Yeah, I said. She's new. He looked over at her, then back at me and shook his head. Okay then. I fled the floor then, going back to my office. I had work to do, paperwork to fill out, the website to check. It was not, however, work that made me go back there. I had an aching heart on and had to deal with it. My office was in a loft area above the warehouse in the back. You do not need a lot of storage space if you are a record shop. You have some back stock but most of your product is on the floor. So it was pretty secluded and quiet most of the time. I climbed the wooden steps to my office and closed the door after me when I got in there. I went behind my desk and opened my laptop. I did not turn it on though, because all I wanted to do, all I needed to do, was jerk off. I reached under the large, old-style steel desk and unzipped my pants taking out my swollen member and closed my eyes, remembering the view down April's sweater. The way her tit had looked when she lifted it in her hand. I began to stroke myself, knowing that I would finish quickly and then my mind would clear a bit and I could have a conversation with April. Tell her that while I am not approved I was a bit uncomfortable with the conversation we were having and I would prefer to be a bit more professional. In the meantime, I just needed to come. My eyes were closed and I was so lost in my fantasy that I didn't hear the footsteps on the stairs. The sound of the door opening. I did not register my visitor until she spoke. Um, Mr. Hawthorne? April's voice cut through my fantasy of her. I was just on the verge of coming so when I heard I clamped my hand on my cock, stopping myself just shy of release. My eyes flew open and I saw her in my doorway, her chest flushed red. I shoved my belly against my desk edge hiding my exposed cock in the space for my legs. I was never more happy that the front of the desk went almost down to the floor than I was at that moment. I didn't dare release my cock or I knew I would blow my load instantly. Um, April, I said panicked. It's not a great time, very busy. Oh, she said and began to walk towards the desk. I'm sorry. No, I screamed at her in my mind. Turn around. She reached my desk and placed her hands on the surface, palms down. She leaned forward. That's too bad. It must be hard, all that work. She said leaning even more forward. I could look down the open collar of her sweater now and I couldn't make my eyes raise any higher. Do you want some help with your work? No, I said voice strained. Beads of sweat were forming on my brow. I'm fine. I'll manage. She began to rock back and forth on her hands, making her tits sway in her top. Okay, Mr. Hawthorne, she said, her voice with a slight edge of husk. I'm done now and I just wanted to thank you again for the job. I had a great first day. I can't wait until we close together tomorrow night. I couldn't help it. With her tits on display, her looking at me with those burning green eyes, I began to move my hand, trying to stroke myself without obviously moving my arm. Okay, I said, mesmerized by her breasts. Her nipples were clearly hard, pressing against the knit as she moved them. See you tomorrow? Anything you need before I go? She asked again. I'm here for you for anything. I'm in fine, I said. Then she spun, making her skirt swirl as she did so, raising up so that I could see the bare cheeks of her ass. That was enough. I grunted, then tried to cover the noise with a cough, as I came under the desk, spraying the underside with a heavy load of spunk. Okay, see you tomorrow then, she said and glanced over at my red, sweaty face as she left. Thanks for everything, Mr. Hawthorne. Then she closed the door behind her. I groaned as I frantically beat my spurting cock, finishing with the image of her ass in my mind as she did so. That night I got drunk. I like a drink most evenings but I rarely got pissed drunk anymore. The hangover seemed to get worse as I aged and never seemed worth it. That night, however, I was a mess. I had been so inappropriate that day. Leering at my employee. Having conversations I should not have had. 
and then, like a teenager, jerking off in my desk and getting caught by her. It was embarrassing and probably a violation of some kind of ethics law. I knew that it did not matter that she seemed to be leading me on in my actions. I was the 41-year-old. I was the boss. I needed to have handled the situation much better. So I drank and I got angry and I bathed myself in self-loathing. I knew I wanted to see her again, to ogle her some more but I knew that I had to control myself. Eventually I fell asleep on the leather couch and Kendall woke me when she got home around 1am. She was laughing at me. She hadn't seen me like that in a while so she found it very amusing as she put my arm around her shoulder and led me to bed to pass out and sleep it off. My wife was gone when I woke up but she left me a note. If that's what you are getting up to when I work late should I be worried? Kidding, have fun this week. I'll have more time for us next week hopefully. See you late tonight if you are still up. Her kindness and care for me came through the note and it made me feel even worse than my aching head and churning guts. I took two extra strength Advils, drank two huge glasses of water and got dressed and headed to my local diner. Water Street Diner was a holdover from diners of the past. Greasy but good food. Tepid but bottomless cups of coffee. It was the perfect place to breakfast away a hangover. As I sat there, eating my bacon, dipping the salty strips in the runny egg yolks, I thought about my problem. I needed to take control of the situation. I was the boss after all. I would have to have the awkward conversation about her clothes. She could wear what she wanted within reason. I could say that a customer complained. That way it was out of my hands. I would keep my distance, and that would be fine. I could just fire her. I suppose but I wasn't that kind of guy. I was the one in the wrong. All she had done was do a good job and be a bit too friendly. I glanced at my watch and saw that it was already 12.30 p.m. We were open until 10 and I knew that April's shift started at 2.30. I figured if I headed in now I could get some work done, have the conversation with her when she arrived and then head out and avoid her until closer to close when I would train her how to do that. Going forward I could avoid her as much as possible. I paid my bill and left. I really did have a lot to do. I had invoices to pay phone calls to make to track down some rare albums for a regular customer, the next week's schedule to complete with April on it. I was engrossed in the work when I heard a knock on my office door. I called out for whoever it was to enter. April came in and I blinked. She was dressed way more appropriately today. Her skirt, red this time, was loose but a bit longer than yesterday's. There was less chance of her flashing her ass in this one. Her top was a black zip-up hoodie with a yoga clothing emblem on the chest. I didn't think she was wearing a bra but it was zipped up three-quarters of the way. Her big chest pressed against the front, and I could see a fair bit of cleavage, but she seemed to have a white spaghetti strap tank top under it. It was not an outfit I could really chastise her for wearing. I'm here for my shift, Mr. Hawthorne, she said. Oh, great, I said. Take a seat. She sat opposite me. Well, I said. Yesterday was, you were great. Great with the customers. Good on the register. Great. I'm glad you think so, she said smiling. Yeah, I continued. It's just, did I do something wrong? Oh, no. I said quickly. You were great. It's just, I'm sorry. She looked puzzled. Why are you sorry, Mr. Hawthorne? She asked. I think I was inappropriate. A bit. And I am sorry if I was. She looked at me lovely. Mr. Hawthorne. She said. I don't think you were inappropriate at all. And if I don't think you were inappropriate, then you weren't inappropriate. But. I started then she interrupted me. I'll go get to work now. She stood and began walking away from me, pausing at the doorway and then turning back. I think you will find it will be tough for you to be inappropriate with me. In fact, pretty much anything that comes to your mind will be perfectly appropriate. Then she left me there at a loss for words. I stayed in my office for most of the rest of the day. I had work to do, but I was pretty much avoiding April. I did not trust myself around her. If she was not going to set or maintain proper boundaries, that would be up to me. I figured that would be easier to do if I were not in the same room as her. I had a camera feed of the floor in my office and I watched her throughout the day. I tried not to be creepy about it. I tried not to focus on her body, the way she moved. I was mostly successful. She was a hard worker at least I saw. She was helpful and cheerful and my customers were happy. 
It was near the end of the day when a young man came in, and I glanced at the camera, and saw April and him talking. He was standing pretty close to her so I began to watch. It seemed like she knew him. It was only a short while before they started arguing. She was clearly telling him to leave and he was refusing. That got me moving. It did not matter that I was having a difficult time around her. No one was going to treat an employee of mine like that. I hurried down the stairs and out onto the floor. The two of them were at the far end of the store near the exit and hadn't noticed me. I told you to go. April was saying angrily. You fucking slut. The man, barely more than a boy, snarled. You can't break up with me. I can't go without you. He grabbed her and spun her away from him, shoving her so that she was bent over one of my record displays. Bill! She shouted. No! One last fuck! He grunted pulling at his fly. One for the fucking road you whore! You like this, remember? He had his hand wrapped around her throat and was squeezing as he tried to force her legs apart. You fucking love this, don't you, you fucking slut? That was about the time I got to that end of the store. I grabbed the kid by his shoulder and yanked him back. He wasn't expecting it and fell on his ass. His face was twisted in rage. I could see him starting to stand up so, out of instinct I swung my leg back and kicked him as hard as I could in his side. He fell back gasping for air, but was trying to get up again. You fucker! April snarled as she moved beside me and I saw her raise her foot and then stomp down between his legs. He deserved this I knew but I couldn't help wincing at the sight. He went white as a ghost and shrieked like a little girl, curling up in a little ball. I grabbed his shoulders and dragged him through the door and shoved him into the street. I'm calling the cops. I shouted at him and shut the door, locking it. I could see him get up and stagger down the street. I was breathing heavily, adrenaline pumping, my hands fists at my side. Then I remembered April. I turned and saw her standing a couple of feet away, tears streaming down her cheeks. Shit, April. I said. Are you okay? She didn't say anything but crossed the small distance and threw herself into my arms and began to weep. I held her tight against me and tried to comfort her. It's okay. He's gone. I said, stroking her hair. It's okay. I'm so sorry. She sobbed. I didn't mean to cause trouble. I'm sorry. Don't fire me. I blinked. I wouldn't fire you because he's an asshole. Come on, let's get you cleaned up. I turned off the open sign and began to lead her to the back of the store. I glanced down at something I noticed on the floor and saw what had to be her G-string panties, the cord in two pieces. The kid must have torn them off of her. I shook my head at what a piece of shit he was. I took Opry to the small staff area I had set up in the back. It had a couple of couches, a coffee machine, a pile of music magazines, and a small kitchenette. I had her sit on the couch and I got her a glass of water and some Kleenex and then went to sit beside her. She leaned against me and I put my arm around her, offering comfort. So, I said after she had caught her breath. Ex-boyfriend? Oh, Bill? She said finally. Kind of. More of a regular hookup. I broke it off with him a while ago, but he never seemed to get the message. I'm sorry again. Look, I said firmly. You don't need to be sorry. Shit happens. Life is complicated. I'm just happy you are okay. She leaned her head against me and tilted up to look at me. You are so nice, Mr. Hawthorne. She said. I suddenly felt very warm. Very close to her. I mean it. She continued. Nice and handsome and nice to me. Thank you for being nice. It's okay. I said trying to deflect the handsome bit. Don't worry about it. He wasn't wrong. She said. About what? He called me a slut. I am a slut. Kind of. I like having sex. I love it. I need it. But does that mean he gets to act like that? I was uncomfortable but I answered honestly. No. It doesn't. You can do whatever you want. With whoever you want. But if you say no that's final. He should know that. I mean I really love it. I love having a cock in me. In my mouth. In my cunt. In my ass. It's my favorite thing. But not his. Not anymore. Does that mean I'm a bad person? That I deserve that? She had one hand resting on my thigh again halfway between my knee and crotch. The other hand was on the back of my neck. Her breasts were pressed hard against me. I tried to move my eyes but that meant I looked down at her creamy thighs, 
her skirt having pulled up when she sat. I suddenly remembered she didn't have any underwear on. I could feel my cock filling with blood raising a lump in my lap. You didn't deserve that, I said. We should get up. And just because sometimes. She whispered as she slid her hands slowly up my inner thigh. When someone is fucking me really hard, when they are slamming their cock into my very tight pussy, and it's so tight, Mr. Hawthorne, like really, really tight, I like them to squeeze my neck and choke me, that doesn't mean I wanted him to do that then. I'm sure it didn't, I said. But we should stop. Her hand reached the bulge in my jeans and she wrapped her hand around me. Is this for me, Mr. Hawthorne? She asked. It's so big. I'm really lucky. April, I said, putting my hand around her wrist, stopping her. I'm married. We can't do this. She smiled up at me. I know you are married. That's okay. I don't mind. You don't have to tell her. I won't. This is just a secret for us. She squeezed and I moaned. My resolve was like a tattered flag about to be blown off of a flagpole in a strong wind. April had begun to kiss small soft kiss on my collarbone and rhythmically squeeze my cock through my pants. I don't mind if you are married. I can be your thing on the side. I'd like that. As long as you fuck me it will be a secret. I'll still be a slut but I'll be your slut. Don't you want a side slut, Mr. Hawthorne? She moved her hand from the back of my neck, keeping a hold of my cock, leaned back and unzipped her hoodie all the way, pushing it open. Unso was a white spaghetti strap top. It was sheer enough that I could see her nipples through it, proving that, indeed, she had skipped a bra again today. Her nipples were like hard stones under the fabric. I've seen you looking, Mr. Hawthorne. She said. You can touch now. She took my hand in hers and lifted it. I wasn't resisting, captivated by the feeling of her hand on my member and the sight of her tits. She placed it against her left breast and I could feel the hard nipple under my palm. She sighed as I touched her and arched her back a bit pressing it against my hand. I'm your toy, Mr. Hawthorne. She said. Play with me. I groaned and gave in. The warm flesh under my hand and the gentle pressure on my dick overwhelmed my reason. I squeezed my hand and crossed the line. April moaned and tugged on me through my jeans. I leaned towards her and she moved and our lips met, energy like an electric current jumping between us. Her lips parted and my tongue pushed into her mouth, swirling with hers. My fingers found her nipple and I rolled it between them and thumb on the outside of her top. She moaned into my mouth and with expert fingers she pooped the button on my jeans, unzipped me and pulled me out of my pants. She broke the kiss and looked down between us. Oh, Mr. Hawthorne. She gasped. It's so big. You are going to fill me up, aren't you? She stroked me, my foreskin sliding over the swollen purple head, sliding over the layer of pre-cum. I'm so wet, please, please feel how wet I am. I released her tit and moved my hand to her knee and pushed it slowly up along her thigh, the skin as soft under my fingers and it looked up under her shirt skirt and towards the heat I could feel emanating from her. My fingers found the smooth skin of a perfectly waxed pussy and ran along the outer lips. Even those were wet. I parted the lips and ran the fingertips along the oh-so-smooth skin between them. She was not just wet. She was soaked. My fingers found her clit and pressed against it. April moaned in response, pushing her hips forward against my searching digits. I pressed my thumb against her clit, rubbing and pushed my middle finger into her. The heat and wetness let me easily slide in but her cunt gripped my finger. She had said she was tight but this was... I wondered if I could even fit my cock in her. I pushed a second finger into her, and she moaned as I stroked. Her hand on my cock was soft and warm. She rubbed her palm across the head, gathering my precum, raising her hand to her mouth and licking it. So tasty, she said before gripping me and tugging again. I reached around behind me and tried to shove my jeans further down over my hips. It was frustrating and I never regretted that I liked to wear my jeans pretty tight more than that moment. She released my cock and used both of her hands to help me, my pants now down to my bare thighs. I let my fingers slip out of her tight pussy and pulled April into my lap, her bare thighs on the outside of mine. I kissed her again as she scooted forward, pressing against me, pinning my cock between us. I could feel the heat of her cunt as she slowly ground her clit against my rod. Do you feel how wet your slut is for you, Mr. Hawthorne? She whined as she rubbed herself against me. You can do whatever you want to me. Anything your wife won't do. I'll do it. I grabbed the bottom of her white shirt and yanked it up over her breasts. I watched as they were pulled up then dropped.
Her nipples were fiery red and hard as little pebbles. I ducked my head while lifting her right breast and sucked her nipple into my mouth. She moaned and ground against my cock harder. I took my time, sucking, rolling the nipple with my tongue, tugging at it with my teeth. The harder I played with it, the more noise she made. I reached up to the other one and pinched it hard. She gasped and moaned. I could feel her juices dripping down my shaft, still on the outside of her, and down over my balls. Finally I gripped her ass and pulled her upwards. My cock, hard as I have ever been, drug through her lips and she reached down between us, gripping it. She ran the head through her lips, over her clit, and placed it at her entrance. Then she began to lower herself. I had been married for fourteen years at that point. Happy with my wife. She was successful, driven and beautiful. We had always had a good sex life. This, however, was something new. Something I did not, until that moment, realize that I needed. April's cunt was the tightest one I could remember penetrating. She sank slowly onto my thick 7.5 inches groaning. She was sopping wet so there was plenty of lubrication, but she was very tight. Oh, Mr. Hawthorne. She gasped. You are filling me up. You are so fucking big. Her pussy gripped me as I sank about a quarter of the way in. She rose up and pushed down. Two more times before I was completely inside of her. I moaned against the breast in my mouth. April. I said. Just saying her name. Call me a whore, Mr. Hawthorne. Call me your slut. I gripped her ass, pulled her up the length of my cock, and shoved her back down. Oh fuck, April. I grunted. Oh fuck, you are my slut. Such a fucking slut. Each time I pulled her up then back down my shaft she moaned. She was pressing her clit against my pelvis as she rode me. I'm gonna come. She gasped. Come on my cock, slut. I commanded. Come for me. The demand was enough for her. She shrieked as she climaxed, shouting fuck over and over again as she bounced on me, finally freezing in place, muscles tensed as she reached the peak. I held her tight against me, feeling her cunt clamp down on my cock like a vice. She was gasping for breath and I gripped her hips and pushed us over on the couch, rolling with her, keeping myself buried in her pussy. I was on top of her, her legs spread wide. I put one hand in her thick hair, holding it in my fist. She moaned when I yanked on it, arching her head back and kissing her across her collarbone. I began to slam into her, our bodies slapping against one another, echoing in the empty store. At that moment I did not care what I was doing. I did not care about my life, my marriage, any consequences. I just needed to fuck this little slut under me. Her moans were constant now. She whined my name over and over, begging me to fuck her. She put her hand between us and rubbed her own clit furiously as she was pummeled. I could feel her cunt quiver with two more orgasms before I felt my own coming on. My balls were tightening. I could feel the bright feeling of me about to cross the threshold just behind my cock. Gonna come. I grunted. Gotta pull out. No. She moaned. I need your cum. Give it to me. Please. She wrapped her legs around my ass and squeezed. I tried to pull back, pull out but she held me tight and moved with me. I couldn't hold back anymore. I gripped her hips and my back arched as I released. I sprayed gout after gout of hot cum into her, pumping in and out, groaning. I didn't care that I didn't have a condom on. I just needed to fill her. She was screaming again, another orgasm from feeling me released inside of her. Finally I collapsed against her, gasping for air. Muscles shaking from the force of my climax. Oh shit. I muttered, my cock still twitching out the last of my load inside of her. The realization of what I had been doing dawned on me. Oh fuck April, what did I do? It's okay. She said, still breathing heavily. I got tested last week. I'm clean. And I'm on the pill. You won't get me pregnant. Oh. I said. Relieved by both of those admissions. But I cheated. Oh fuck. I cheated on my wife. I know, Mr. Hawthorne. She said smiling. You made me your slut. I'm so happy. We can't. I said. We can't. Not again. She just smiled at me. Oh, we can. And we will. Over and over again. I'm a slut, but I'm your slut now. Only yours. She wriggled out from under me. If I suck your cock now, do you think I can get it hard so you can fuck me again? She asked, moving her head down to my lap. I groaned as her warm mouth wrapped around me, sucking up the still leaking cum and her own juices. This was a huge fucking mistake.
Chapter 02 My slut and I see a band the next day, of course I felt terrible. The guilt washed over me as soon as I opened my eyes. The night before I had, for the first time in our marriage, cheated on my wife. I had had no doubts the previous evening. When April, my employee grabbed my cock and begged me to make her my slut, it had felt so good. So right. When I slammed into her again and again, coming into her twenty-year-old pussy, her large tits bouncing with my thrusts, I knew that this was where I was supposed to be. She was being used the way she needed to be. We had fucked again after that first, desperate encounter. She sucked my cock still wet with her pussy juices, taking me deep into her mouth making me hard again minutes after having shot my load into her. I bent her over the back of the couch and slammed into her from behind and coming into her one more time. Then I had told her we had to leave. I was supposed to teach her how to close the store and distracted I did my best. Then we left. Her walking to her nearby apartment and me driving to the loft condo I lived in with my wife. The light of day, when I opened my eyes, made me realize how wrong it was. Wrong and ridiculous. I was content in my marriage. Sure, my wife worked long hours as a lawyer, and we did not spend as much time together as we might have liked, but we were happy. We had a decent sex life. I was 41 and she was 39, we had no kids and lived a comfortable existence with plenty of savings, trips and everything we could want. I had my record store, Sublime Vinyl, and owned the building it was in. My job was selling what I loved to people who loved it too. There was no way that I would throw it all away over some midlife crisis. I knew that, as difficult as it might be, I had to end things with April. She was an amazing fuck with a perfect young body and a pussy oh so tight but it just was not worth it. I knew that April was opening the store so I would arrive around 11 and then let her know I was done. I could not imagine that she would be that upset. She could have any man she wanted. She did not need an old creep like me. April was with a customer when I walked in. Just seeing her made me want to change my mind. Her auburn hair was pulled into two braids that hung down her back, just behind her ears. Her face was acute as ever, with plump lips, green eyes and, when she was smiling, two dimples on round cheeks. She was wearing denim overalls, with only one of the straps connected, the other hanging loose, giving a great view of one of her breasts. The overalls were cut into short shorts, showing off her nice, creamy white legs and a bit of her ass cheeks that hung out below. Under them her shirt was a white t-shirt, and again, she was obviously not wearing a bra. The exposed breast showed a hard nipple pressed against the fabric. She smiled at me over the shoulder of the customer, a middle-aged man who couldn't take his eyes off of her chest, and I couldn't help but smile back. I shook my head and made my way back to my office that was above the storeroom. I had to be strong. I had to cut things off with April. I put her out of my mind and went to work. After an hour had passed I called the register desk and Pete, one of my other employees answered. I knew that he had just started and April would be off shift soon. I asked him to send her back before she left. I needed to have the conversation as soon as possible. She came in shortly after that. She was grinning and my resolve was very weak. My mind flashed back to the last time she came in my office, when she caught me jerking off under my desk. Hi, Mr. Hawthorne, she said brightly. How can I help you today? She walked towards me and I cleared my throat. Oh, I said watching her breasts sway slightly with each step. I, I meant to tell you, about last night. Oh, she said, reaching my desk. Yeah, last night was amazing. Thank you for fucking me. I'd so glad that you decided to let me be your slut. She placed both hands on my desk then put one knee up, pulling herself up onto the surface. She pushed my laptop aside. What are you doing? I asked, alarmed. My cock instantly filled and strained against the jeans I was wearing. I mean, we can't. She reached to her shoulder and released the one strap that was attached. The bib fell forward and both breasts were free to swing from her chest as she crawled across my desk towards me. Is this about your wife? She asked. I told you I don't care about that. I'm not interested. As long as you use me, I'm fine. I stood up, my desk chair rolling away behind me. I wanted to back away but the office was not large so there was nowhere for me to go. The lump in my pants was level with her face. She reached forward and gripped it. So hard. She giggled. Just for me. I'm a lucky slut. I was about to try to move her hand away but her fingers were quick and nimble. 
She unzipped my fly and popped the button and reached into the box of briefs before I could respond, pulling my hard cock out. Jesus, April. I said. Hold on. She rolled over onto her back. I could see her breasts fall to the sides a bit making wonderful pulls on either side of her chest. She gripped the hem of her t-shirt and yanked it up freeing them. Her hard pink nipples were pointed at the ceiling above us, begging to be played with. If I laid like this. She said looking up at me and stroking my cock. You can really fuck my face. Get really deep into my throat. Will you do that for me? Please? I swallowed past the lump in my throat. Looking down at the girl offering her mouth to me I forgot everything I had intended to say. All of my arguments about how this was wrong and that we wouldn't be doing this left my mind. I let her tug me forward by my cock, the swollen purple head sliding in and out from under the foreskin as she stroked me. I sighed as the tip touched her plump lips then groaned as she wrapped them around me. Come on, Mr. Hawthorne. She said, words lightly muffled by my cock head. Fuck your slut's face. Her hands came up and gripped my ass, pulling me forward, pushing more of me into her sucking mouth. Her tongue worked the top of my shaft. Half-heartedly I pulled back, watching my vein cock slide most of the way out but I let her pull me back, deeper this time. I felt myself slide deep until I touched the back of her throat. I began sliding myself in and out of her mouth slowly, savoring the wet heat of her. I watched as she pushed one hand into her overall bottoms and began to rub herself. The other hand stayed on my ass encouraging me. Me to a warn. She said mouth full of cock. Uck my ace. My hands, as if powered by some other master than myself reached out and gripped her breasts, fingers digging into the soft flesh, her nipples between my thumb and the flesh below my pointer finger. I began to stroke faster, pushing myself deeper each time. She let her head fall back, unsupported by the desk, opening her throat wider to accommodate my thick cock. Each forward thrust I got deeper, pushing into her throat. She gagged around my cock each time, and spit and drool began dripping down her face as it leaked out around my rod. Her eyes were watering and her black eyeliner began to run, smearing around her eyes. The glugging, gagging sound of me fucking her was accompanied by her throat clenching and gripping my cock as her throat tried to push my invading shaft. It felt amazing and I couldn't help but fuck her face harder, deeper. Her gagging was punctuated with moans and when I pulled back to let her breath, gasping breaths around my cock head that I never left the hot cavern of her mouth, she begged for more. Please. She whined. Fuck my face. Fuck this slut face. I need it. Her hand in her shorts rubbed herself furiously. I pinched her nipples and she groaned and then, cutting off the sound I would slam my cock back into her throat and fuck her once more. Her large breasts bounced as the force of my thrust shook her body. I watched, fascinated as her throat bulged each time I forced my cock into it. I held myself deep as she gagged, cutting off her air gripping the side of her head, holding her there until she was slapping my thigh, needing air. I held her a moment longer before I allowed her a brief breath before slamming forward again. It did not take long for me to reach my crest. This was the deepest and hardest I had ever fucked a face, and it was more that I could take. I briefly considered warning her but I was carried away with the moment. Finally, as my balls tightened and I felt myself start to come I gripped her face and shoved as deep as I could, releasing a hot gout of spunk directly into her throat, holding her there as she gagged. Finally I pulled back, letting my still hard cock flop out of her mouth. A thick cord of cum connected the head of my cock to her lips for a moment before it broke and dropped down onto her cheek. She was coughing, and some cum that I hadn't forced down her throat leaked out from between her lips. Thank you, Mr. Hawthorne, she said voice hoarse. Thank you. Can I come, please? I'm so wet and close. I placed my hand on her stomach below her amazing tits and slid it down, under her shorts and over her own hand. She continued to rub her pussy as I pushed two fingers into her. She was not lying. She was sopping wet, and my fingers slid easily in and out of her as, under my palm, her own fingers rubbed her clit. She was moaning now, no words, just noises of need. My cock still hard lay against her face, twitching and dribbling the last of my cum, smearing it on her cheek and chin. Come for me, slut, I said. She seemed to want permission so I gladly gave it. You can come now. That was enough and she began gasping for breath, hips bucking against my fingers and hers. Oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. She cried as she finally came. I held my fingers in her, holding her in place as her legs quivered and her cunt clamped down on my digits. 
As the climax waned I slowed my strokes, easing her down. Finally I fell back into my chair, my cock now mostly soft, flopping against my thigh. My fingers slipped out of her and she whined, feeling their absence. We were both gasping for breath and I looked down into her eyes, her still lying on her back. Fuck April. I said, catching my breath and coming back to my senses. Jesus. We can't keep doing this. She rolled onto her back and pushed herself up on her elbows. Why not, Mr. Hawthorne? She asked, pouting. Didn't you like it? Of course I liked it. I said, frustrated, beginning to get angry. Who wouldn't? But we can't. I'm married. You are my employee. It's wrong. But... She seemed to be actually upset. I'm your slut, Mr. Hawthorne. This is what I'm for. I'm yours to use. I don't care about your fucking wife. April. I said firmly, pushing my cock back into my jeans. I mean it. This is done. This was the last time. She sat up still on my desk. She made no move to pull her top down, her tits still on display for me. I wanted so much to lean forward and pull one of the pink nipples into my mouth but I held out. She looked me in the eyes for a long moment. I could see the glistening sheen of my cum on her cheek and chin. Her makeup was smudged. She looked so fuckable. Okay. She said and moved back and got off of my desk. Okay, what? I asked. Okay, we are done. She said finally. Yeah? I asked, not quite believing her. Just like that? Mr. Hawthorne. She said voice level but I could hear some anger beneath it. I told you that I would do anything for you. If you told me to get on all fours right now so you could fuck my ass, I'd be on all fours. Anything you tell me to do, I'll do it. You tell me to stop sucking your cock, fine. I'll stop. You don't want to fuck me anymore, we stop. She pulled her top down over her tips and reattached one strap of her overalls. I'm still your slut, Mr. Hawthorne. I'm not going to fuck some other guy. I guess I'll just play with myself. Make myself come thinking about you. About your cock. She started walking towards the door and I watched her, at a loss for words. She stopped and turned back towards me. Unless you tell me I can't come, Mr. Hawthorne. If you did that I'd play with myself and stop just short, needing release but, waiting for you. It's up to you. I am yours after all. Then she left the room. I sighed and leaned back in my chair. I shook my head. As amazing as she was, as amazing as her body was, how great it felt to fuck her, she had given me an out. I was free if I wanted to be. I could avoid her and eventually she would move on to some other guy. I did not, if I was being honest, like the idea that she would move on but that was not reasonable. I watched her leave after her shift and felt some relief that her temptation was gone. I worked for several hours, getting through things I needed to do then left in the early evening. After having a quick bite to eat I felt a lot of pent-up energy. I was not interested in watching anything that was available on any of the many streaming services. I tried to read but kept putting down the book and wandering away from it, unable to concentrate on the words. I considered jerking off but after the face fuck earlier I did not feel a great need for release. I called my wife, Kelsey. I knew that she would be working late but, feeling guilty about the night before and that afternoon's encounters with April, I needed to hear her voice. Hey babe. She answered. How's your evening going? Ah. Uh, I said, reminded just by talking to her, how much I loved my wife. It's okay. Missing you? I know. This week sucks. She said. I'm sorry. Hopefully I can clear this work up in a couple of days so we can hang out. I knew she meant this but also knew that I had heard this many times before. She was a partner in a big firm. There was always a new, big case that would occupy her time. This had never really been a problem. I like being alone. It was just that this week, with April, things were more difficult. Sure. I said. That would be nice. We can go to that new, small plate place up the street. Pay a ton of cash for bitefuls of food. That sounds great. She said, and then to someone else in the room. Yeah. I got that. Give me a minute. You are busy. I said. I'll let you go. Thanks, babe. Love you. See you later if you are up. Love you too. Finally I pulled on my jean jacket that is covered in band patches, and headed out my door. I knew that a local punk band was playing a show that night at one of the bars I frequented. I thought that being out in some loud, 
pounding music surrounded by strangers might just be the ticket. I often went to shows on my own. Kelsey also loved live music but her schedule rarely allowed her to enjoy them. I used to go with friends but as we all aged they got married, had kids, and moved out to the suburbs. They were less available and frankly, a lot less fun. So I started to go on my own. This was, I found, a very different but still very enjoyable experience. The outings transformed from social things, with the main focus being on the people with you to focus on the band and the show. If I needed to talk to someone I would chat with the bar staff or, occasionally some other showgoer would start up a conversation. The bar had a short line outside but I walked to the front and nodded at the bouncer. I was a regular here and they never made me wait outside. I dropped five bucks into the cover pay jar and five more to the girl working the door. Thanks, Jake, she said smiling up at me. She might know my name but I had no idea what hers was. She was, however, pretty cute. She had been working the door at shows for about a year. Her hair regularly changed color. Right now it was green and cut short in a boyish cut that looked good on her slightly elven-looking face. She was wearing frayed jean shorts, and her top was an old band tee that she had cut the arms off in deep open holes that went almost down to her hips. I could see the sides of her bra. It looked like a sheer black and was holding a pair of tits that looked like maybe a C cup. Normally I would pass her by and not think too much more about her. She was young and pretty and I was a 41-year-old man. My encounters with April, however, had me wondering if I was more attractive to younger girls than I thought. I smiled at her and held her gaze for just a moment before moving on. She did not look away until I did. Interesting. I shook my head and headed towards the bar to buy a beer. I was trying not to fuck a young girl, not pick up a new one, I reminded myself. I got my drink, talked for a few minutes with the bartender, a conversation shouted over the pretty terrible opening band. Then I sat at the bar, looking over the crowd waiting for the headliner. That was when I spotted April. She was alone, it looked like, but there were several men, boys really, circling her. They would approach, offering a drink sometimes and she would shake her head, say something and they would move away, still keeping their eyes on her. I have to say that the fact that she turned them away made me happy in a selfish way. I could not blame the boys for approaching her. She looked fucking hot. Her hair was pulled back in a ponytail. Her face was made up, with bright orange eyeshadow, her lips a deeper hue of the same color. She was wearing a button-up plaid shirt with the top buttons undone, showing off her impressive cleavage. She had on a short skirt and combat boots. I was annoyed to see her. I mean could it be possible that she was following me? I hoped it was not the case. That would be taking her interest in me to a level I was not comfortable with. If she followed me here then she knew where I lived. I considered going up to her, asking her what the hell she thought she was doing here but refrained. What if I thought she caused a scene? I did not need that. I also considered leaving before she spotted me. I did not want to do that either. I had come here to see a band and it would piss me off to have come out for nothing. I sat at the bar, drinking, watching her. She did not look at me so I thought, maybe, she had not noticed me there. A beer later the band I had come out to see took the stage. They were a young group with a decent following. Their live shows were unpolished but had a raw power to them that got the crowd moving. As they launched into the first screaming song I stood up and moved to the outer edge of the crowd, nodding my head to the music, tattooed arms crossed over my chest. When I was young and wild I would be deep in the pit at live shows, elbows up, smashing into the others there. I would look back at the older dudes at the periphery of the crowd and scoff. Did they not, I asked myself, not like the music? I know better now. The pit is a young person's game. I was there to enjoy the show, not the energy of the crowd. When I moved up I lost sight of April and I occasionally looked around to see if I could spot her but there was a decent turnout and she was lost in the throng. Since she was only 5 feet 4 inches I suppose that was not too hard for her to do. After about 4 or 5 quick songs, all screened vocals, thrashing guitars and heavy drums, I felt someone back into me. That was to be expected but as I moved back a bit to give whoever it was room, they moved with me. I glanced down and saw April's auburn hair. She was pressed against me, and because it was her, and I could not help but react to her, my cock began to respond at once, rising, straining against my jeans, into her ass that she was pressing against me. I leaned forward and shouted in her ear so that she, but probably no one else in the loud club, could hear me. What are you doing here? She glanced up at me and smiled, her adorable dimples forming. I'm seeing a show. 
Just like you, Mr. Hawthorne. She was grinding her ass against my heart on, moving up and down in time to the song's beat. What are you doing? I asked, a stupid question that I asked anyway. Dancing. Don't you like the song? It actually was a really good song, but I had stopped caring about that. The feeling of her firm ass on my cock was amazing. The skirt she was wearing had ridden up. I glanced around and, seeing that no one seemed to be noticing what was happening with me, lifted it quickly. I saw that she was not wearing any panties. My jeans-clad cock was nestled between the globes of her ass as she ground against me. Jesus. I said into her ear. I thought we were going to stop. Stop what? She asked. Dancing? I didn't know that dancing was off the table. What else do you want me to stop doing, Mr. Hawthorne? I shook my head and, unable to resist her, gripped her hips and pulled her against me. I could see her smirk as she ground against me. It feels like you like dancing, Mr. Hawthorne. She said. At that moment, she was not wrong. I looked over her shoulder and was greeted with a lovely sight. With the top buttons undone I could see the upper reaches of her breasts. Her nipples were hard and pushed little tense against the flannel of her shirt that I watched sway with the music. I could not help myself and I gripped one of her tits in my hand, feeling the hard nub, squeezing it for a moment making her gasp before releasing it. No one around us seemed to notice. She reached behind her and her fingers found my cock, squeezing it making me grunt with pleasure. Then I felt her fingers on my button and zipper. Wait, no. I said, but she was too quick, releasing my seven and a half inch cock from my jeans. She quickly pushed it down and backed up, nestling my between her upper thighs, laying along her slit. Her sex was hot against the top of my cock, and her juices coated it. She was already very wet. Her skirt covered us, and I held her against me, hiding our actions. She squeezed her legs together, trapping me against her pussy and began to rock back and forth, sliding me along her wet cunt. The feeling was magical, and I was lost in the moment. We rocked like that for another song. The longer the band played the more people were crowding around us, and soon we were surrounded by other people. This situation was new to me but deep down I relished the fact that my cock was secretly out and stroking along the sex of a young girl. We were starting to get jostled by that time as more and more people joined the crowd. I wasn't going to complain. April had my cock locked between her legs and it was not going anywhere. Each time someone bumped into us it only pushed me harder against her. Eventually someone knocked into April's shoulder and she was pulled a bit away from me. I gripped her hip and pulled her back to both keep hiding my bare cock and to keep myself rubbing against her. April however was clever and pushed her hand between her legs and as I pulled her back she pushed up on the bottom of my cock. The head pushed along her rubbing quickly against the star of her asshole then up into her wet and waiting cunt. She groaned as I sank partway into her and I grunted in response. Her pussy gripped my shaft as it penetrated her there in the crowd. I felt her shudder against me and I caught my breath, looking around to see if anyone noticed. Everyone else seemed to be focused on the band so I merely pulled on her hips, while bending my knees slightly for a better angle getting myself deeper. We still could not thrust against one another the way that we both wanted but our small movements were enough to have me gritting my teeth and breathing heavier. Looking over her shoulder I watched the red flush of lust creep across her chest. I was moving her slightly back and forth, my cock partway buried in her, in time to the throbbing baseline of the song. Fuck! I grunted into her ear. You really are a slut aren't you? Those words made her moan and push against me, kneading me deeper. Yes, Mr. Hawthorne. She gasped. You're slut! I need to fuck you properly. Right now! I said. And I did. I was hard as a rock and these slight movements might be making my insane with lust but they weren't going to let me come. Yes, please, she said. Whatever you want. Her hands went back between us and shoved my cock back in my pants, but she didn't bother doing my pants back up, nor did I. She took my hand and I led her through the crowd towards the back of the bar. There was a door that led to the back alley there, and as I passed him I nodded quickly to the bouncer who stood there and let people out to smoke. We quickly walked down the alley to just past the dumpster, and I pushed her against the brick wall, kissing her hard. Our tongues found each other and swirled, our spit mixing. The dumpster did not stink of rotting food but it smelled far less than pleasant, and there was trash around our feet. This was not the most romantic place I had ever kissed a woman, but romance had nothing to do with what we were doing. I was lost in need of her, and her body. I pushed my hand between her legs as our tongues entwined and curled my fingers into her wet and waiting pussy. 
She moaned into my mouth as I began to stroke them in and out, rubbing her clit with my thumb. She had already reached into my pants and pulled out my cock, tugging on it, smearing my precum over the swollen head. Will you fuck your slut? She begged me. Please fill me up. I only grunted, slipped my fingers out of her, and let her line me up against her opening. I thrust with my hips and sank completely into her with one thrust. Her pussy was as tight as I remembered it being last night but her juices lubricated us so there was no resistance. I moaned as I finally sank fully into her, lifting her by her thighs and pinning her back against the wall, and began to slam into her. Our bodies slapped against one another, and she began to squeak. Oh, 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 with each thrust. I did not notice the group that exited the bar behind us, and walked down the alley our way until I heard a laugh behind us. I didn't pull out of April but spun my head to look back and see a group of young people. One of them had a lit joint, and I supposed that they had come down the alley to smoke it. I recognized the girl with green hair from the door among them. April took my head in her hands and turned it back towards her, kissing me against, wrapping her legs around my bare ass. Don't stop. She begged. Keep fucking me, please. One of the group, a young guy, laughed. Give it to her, dude. He called out. Come on, guys. Let's leave them to it. He led the group away, but I could hear a feminine voice say, No. I want to watch. There was more laughter that faded away as they left. I continued to slam into April, lost in list and need and not caring that I had an audience. It made it better, actually. Mr. Hawthorne. April giggled breathlessly. Someone is looking. I looked over my shoulder, not stopping my fucking and saw that the green-haired girl was standing there. Her lips were parted slightly, and she licked them. Come here, April said, releasing one of my shoulders and beckoning the girl with that hand. Come here. The girl approached taking slow steps towards us, eyes locked on my ass as I continued to thrust into April. She stepped up beside me and April reached out and put her arm around the girl and pulled her back against the wall so they were side to side. What's your name? April asked, looking into the girl's eyes. I never slowed my fucking. Julia, the girl said, biting her lower lip, cheeks flushed. Julia, April said. This is Mr. Hawthorne. I'm his slut. Aren't I, baby? You. I thrust into her making her moan as my pelvis hit hers. R. Thrust. My. Thrust. Slut. Julia's top was still the tee that had been cut to hang open on the sides. April gripped the shirt and pulled it to the side revealing her C-cup breast, covered with a sheer black fabric. I could see the nipple through it, and it was obviously hard. April pushed the bra cup to the side and under the breast freeing it. Julia gasped as the cool night air hit her exposed flesh. April ran her fingers over the nipple tugging on it. Isn't she cute, Mr. Hawthorne? April said between gasps. Have a taste. I tilted my head forward towards her chest and Julia arched her back, pushing her nipple between my lips. I sucked and flicked my tongue across the nub, causing the girl to moan quietly. I pushed my hand down Julia's front, grabbing the button of her jean shorts, and yanked them open. She was wearing panties and I pushed my hand inside. She leaned back against the wall and spread her thighs, allowing me access. My fingers ran over the small tuft of silky hair there and then over her clit. I pushed them between her lips which were still dry but found wet heat between them. I dipped my middle finger into her and she groaned as I stroked it out, smearing her juices over her sex. The entire time I continued to thrust in and out of April. Are you a slut too, Julia? April moaned. Julia nodded, biting her lip. Say it. I rasped. Tell us. I'm a slut. Julia said, moaning as I pushed a second finger into her, timing my hands' movements with those of my hips. I was fucking one girl with my cock and the other with my fingers. Yeah, you are. April said and turned her head, pulling Julia's face to hers and kissing her passionately, tongues in each other's mouths. The added stimulation of the second girl was driving me crazy. Julia, without prompting, pushed her hand between us and began to rub April's clit as I fucked her. April was beyond speaking at this point. She was gasping the word fuck over and over again. I knew from our previous experiences that she was about to come. I sped my cock in April's cunt and fingers in Julia's pussy, pushing April towards her climax, rewarded with a shriek as she finally came. Her pussy clamped down on my thrusting cock and I pushed myself as deep as I could, pinning her there against the wall. Her legs that were wrapped around me were shaking, quivering against my bare ass. Good. 
I grunted. Good slut. April's pussy was spasming around my cock, and it was too much. I pulled back and slammed into her again, driving her round ass against the wall again and again. My fingers and Julia pulled her back and forth by her sex as I fucked out my own orgasm. I felt my balls tighten and groaned as I slammed forward one more time, pushing as deep into April as I could get, releasing my seed into her. I pulled back and drove forward again, and again, using her cunt to milk out my full climax. Julia squeaker covering her mouth as she began to come watching me release into the girl I had pinned against the wall. I felt a flood of juices across my hand as she came. Yes, Mr. Hawthorne. April gasped. Fill me up. Give me your cum. Finally, gasping for air I fell forward, my forehead falling on April's shoulder. My eyes were closed as my cock twitched inside of her releasing the last of my cum. My fingers slowly stroked in and out of Julia. Finally I let April's legs drop, stepping away from her. My cock glistened with our mixed juices in the alley light. I was finally getting my breathing under control and I looked at the two of them. They had wrapped their arms around one another. They both had flushed cheeks and were looking at me. Julia, April said. If Mr. Hawthorne gives us permission, would you like to come to my place and eat his come out of my pussy? Julia nodded enthusiastically and looked at me. Are you going to come too? She asked eyes on my cock. I think he has to go home to his wife. April said, stroking Julia's hair. I glanced at my watch and cursed. There was little I wanted more than to go with these two young girls and fuck them both all night but April was right. If Kelsey was not home now she soon would be. I would need a shower as soon as possible to wash the smell of this sex off of me. I do, I said, regretfully. I do need to go home. Can I take Julia home to play with? April asked, smiling her dimples at me. Please? I smiled back. You can't, I said. But I am going to want some photos. April nodded. Videos too, she said. Perfect, I said. Well, I am your slut. She grinned at me. Aren't I a good one? Yes, I said. You are a very, very good slut. And then I put my cock away and left. Chapter 03 Beach day I was in a daze. I had just fucked my employee, my side slut, April, against the wall of an alley behind a rock club. I was a terrible person, I knew, but arriving home, I felt incredible. I was happily married to a successful lawyer, Kelsey, a woman only a few years younger than my age of 41. By choice we had no children and our life was comfortable, and I had thought, I was perfectly content. Then April came along. She was twenty years old. She had amazing large yet pert breasts. Auburn hair and dimples when she smiled. A round ass that begged to be squeezed and, I had discovered very shortly after hiring her, a tight pussy that seemed like it was designed to take my 7.5-inch, thick cock. I had not, when I hired her, planned on being unfaithful to Kelsey. She had seemed like a good fit to work in my record store, Sublime Vinyl. She knew music and was friendly and a natural salesperson. The fact that she wore very sexy clothes that showed off her amazing body was just a perk. Or so I had thought. She seduced me. I stand by that. I would have limited myself to only looking at and, if I am being honest, fantasizing about her. It was her who took it too far. It was her who begged me to fuck her. To make her, in her words, my side slut. When I fucked her in the alley a girl had joined us. She said her name was Julia. I fingered Julia to orgasm while I fucked April against the wall. Afterwards I had to go home but April took the girl with her to hers. She asked my permission and I gave it provided they send me photos and videos. When I arrived at my loft condo Kelsey was already home. It was the first night she had gotten back from work before 1 a.m. in weeks. When I saw the lights on I panicked. I knew that I probably stank of sex. My heart was pounding and I was breathing heavily. I had to think fast. I hurried in the door, and as soon as it shut behind me I was stripping. I got naked as I rushed towards the laundry room under the stairs that led to the upper level. I tossed them into the washer, turned it on then padded over to the main floor guest bathroom. I could hear Kelsey calling my name but ignored her, jumping into the shower stall and turning it on, frantically lathering myself, focusing first on my cock, desperately scrubbing away the evidence of my crimes. A couple minutes later Kelsey came into the bathroom. What are you doing, Jake? She asked, pulling the curtain back far enough to chat. This was a small bathroom with a single sink, a toilet and only a shower stall, no tub. 
My wife leaned against the sink to talk to me. Oh? I said, feigning surprise. I thought you would be asleep so I showered down here so I didn't wake you up. She cocked her head a bit at that. Okay. She said. You don't usually but, thank you. I was up anyway. How was the show? And why are you showering now? I swallowed. Kelsey was smart. She was a lawyer. If she was truly suspicious it would not take her long to question me into confession. She still sounded friendly and curious more than anything else so I lied again. Oh. I said. I was hanging out with this group of kids outside for a bit. A couple were smoking so I stank like an ashtray. I didn't think you would want to smell that in bed. I sure didn't. I glanced at her to see how that went over. She seemed to accept it and began talking briefly about her day. This was the first time in over a week that we had been able to catch up. It was nice talking to the woman I loved and had married. For a moment it was like it was before April showed up. I was not even thinking about the young girl. We talked for about five minutes while I cleaned myself and I was just about to get out and dry off when I noticed my wife unbuttoning her shirt. Oh, I asked. What's going on here? She chuckled and dropped the garment to the floor and began pushing her jeans down her thighs. I've missed my husband, she said and started to climb into the shower with me. I had proven to myself over the prior few days that at 41 I was still a man with a healthy libido. I had fucked April many times in both her cunt and mouth. That being said, I was not sure I was going to be able to get myself ready for a third time that day for my wife. This is not to say that my wife is not worth an erection. She was 39 but no one guessed that. Most people assumed that she was in her late 20s or early 30s. She was almost as tall as I am and had a lean body. She spent time at the gym every day to keep in shape. Her breasts, while nowhere near as large and beautiful as April's, were still firm sea cups with pink nipples that I loved to suck and nibble on. She moved her naked body into the small shower with me and began to kiss me. I hoped that my mouth didn't taste like April. Kelsey reached between us and gripped my cock which did not jump to hardness like it normally does. I closed my eyes and imagined April who was, I assumed, at that moment, getting the pussy I had just fucked eaten out by Julia. That caused me to react. I slid down Kelsey's body, kissing as I went. Down over her chest, along the collarbone and the upper slope of her breasts. Thinking of April's and how much fuller they were. I pulled first one then the other nipple into my mouth and flicked my tongue across them. They grew hard in my mouth. I continued downward, kissing across her belly, along the line of her pelvic bones to the neatly trimmed patch of hair above her pussy. I realized that I had yet to taste April's shaved pussy and as my wife spread her legs and my tongue ran over her clit I resolved to remedy that as soon as possible. I sucked on Kelsey's clit and pushed two fingers up into her already ready pussy, steadily fucking her with them as I licked and sucked, tongue flat on the velvet skin between her lips and then back to the clit. One thing about being with one woman for years is that you get to know them very well. I knew exactly how to eat my wife and within minutes I could feel her climax fast approaching. While I serviced her I had my cock in my hand, stroking, keeping it hard, images of my young lover in my mind. I knew, deep down, that this was as much a betrayal of my wife as when I stuck my cock in my employee but I could not help myself. Fuck me. She finally gasped. She always preferred to come when I was inside of her. I stood and lifting her by her thighs, pressing her back against the wall, I sank into her. This was the exact same position I had fucked April earlier that evening. I started to thrust into her, fucking her with deep steady strokes, the way she preferred. Her ass smacked against the wet tile behind her. My face was against her neck, kissing her in that spot that drove her crazy. It didn't take long. She went from moaning to gasping. Her legs wrapped around my ass, holding her tight against me, deep inside as she came. I closed my eyes and as her legs loosened I began fucking her hard again, chasing an orgasm that I suspected might be beyond me. I was about to give up when I brought April's face to my mind. I saw her full pouty lips and could swear I heard her whisper in my ear, Fuck me like your slut. That was enough. I grunted as I came again, this time in my wife. I gasped for air. It was a smaller climax, but it was something. My cock slipped free of Kelsey and I stepped back. She was chuckling. Thanks, Jake. She said. I needed that. It's been too long. I'm sorry for that. It's okay. I said, feeling terrible guilt. It's fine. I get it. We went to bed after that. I had had enough presence of mind to turn my phone off, 
not just on vibrate before getting into bed. I had asked for pictures and video from April and I figured that she would do as I asked. I didn't want my phone buzzing away in the middle of the night. It worked out I slept as deep as I had ever slept. I am not one who usually remembers my dreams. As soon as I awake they slip away like sand through my fingers. That morning, however, I was having the most wonderful dream. I was laying on a bed with red silk sheets, surrounded by beautiful young women. They were running their hands over my body, licking me, kissing me. It was one of those dreams that, in the bottom of your kind you know is not real but you just succumb to it. Finally one of them stepped over me and lowered herself onto my hard cock. I felt myself slide into her warm cunt, and it felt so real. It felt like something hot, and wet was wrapped around my cock. I groaned and pushed my hips upwards, into this girl and... My eyes flew open. I could sense something was happening, and I was not wrong. April was on my bed, between my legs. She had my cock, fully hard and engorged, deep in her mouth, sucking as she cupped my balls. She was wearing a halter top, with thin straps. The shirt barely contained her large tits, and looking down I could see the beautiful globes swinging as she moved. Her feet were bare, and she was wearing a short skirt. I looked to the side, where my wife always slept. The bed was unmade but Kelsey was not there. I looked back down between my legs as I heard April gagging slightly as she took me deep. What the fuck? I almost shouted. You can't, you shouldn't, what the fuck are you doing here? April pulled my cock out of her mouth and stroked it slowly beside her face, my foreskin sliding over the swollen purple head. Good morning, Mr. Hawthorne, she said smiling brightly. You didn't respond to any of my messages. I wanted to make sure you were all right. I let myself in and I found you, found this. She gave my cock a quick peck on its tip. And I couldn't resist. You can't be here. I said angry. My wife. Oh. She smiled and then licked the bottom of my cock from base to tip. She's not here. It's fine. I waited until she left. And then let myself in. I used that key under the fake rock. I groaned. I had told Kelsey that that fake rock was a stupid idea. That doesn't mean that you should. I cut myself off with a groan as she pulled me back into her mouth, gripping my hips and forcing me into her throat. My hips rose reflexively pushing myself deeper, making her gag. You shouldn't come here. She removed me from her mouth again. But I sent you so many photos and videos and you didn't respond at all. She pouted. I thought maybe you didn't want me to be your slut anymore. I needed to know. She gave my cock a squeeze. Someone still wants me, I see. Fuck. I said, losing my resolve, if I ever had any. But here? I can't have you coming here. I was with my wife. I had to turn my phone off. You should turn it on now. Take a look. Watch the videos. I'll just keep myself busy here. I closed my eyes, partially in resigned exasperation, partly because she started sucking again, slowly working her way up and down my shaft, taking her time. I reached to the bedside table and turned on my phone. As soon as it booted up I received several notifications, all from April. I opened the first, a photo with the caption, Wish you were here. It was an image of April taken from above with her arm extended up above her. Julia had April's top pushed up revealing her breasts. Julia was latched onto one nipple sucking. April was making a kissing face at the camera. The next photo was of Julia on all fours, taken from behind. I could see her asshole and her pussy which had two of April's fingers buried in it. The next had the caption, Your slut being a slut for you. It was a close-up of April's face beside Julia's ass cheeks holding them open with one hand, the other, presumably holding the phone. April's tongue was out and she was licking Julia's asshole. There were half a dozen more images of the two girls, now both completely naked, entwined in various positions. Julia between April's legs eating her out. The two of them in a sixty-nine position. April's large breasts pressed against Julia's smaller one. Each and every photo was amazingly erotic. This was coupled with the slow, steady suck that April was doing between my legs, in the bed I shared with my wife. Finally I came to the video. I pressed play and I could hear April giggling on the small speakers on my phone. The real April that was between my legs removed her mouth from my cock and moved up my body to straddle me. She lifted her skirt and pressed my hard shaft which was glistening with her spit against the front of her pussy. I want to ride you while you watch, Mr. Hawthorne, she said, holding me against her and sliding herself along my cock. Will you fuck your slut in your bed? 
she asked sweetly. Will you fill me up and make me come? Jesus. I muttered. This was insane. It was a terrible thing I was doing and an even more terrible idea to do it here in my house. In my bed. I was, however, too far gone. More than protecting my life and my marriage, I needed to be inside this girl. Yes. I said finally. April smiled and rose up, positioning herself at the tip of my cock and then began to sink down slowly. Her mouth had been amazing but her cunt was heaven. Hot and tight, it gripped me as I pierced her. Oh God. Mr. Hawthorne, she moaned. You are big. So perfect. My hips raised to meet her as she slid down, my hips meeting hers as I completely buried myself in her. Watch the video, Mr. Hawthorne. She said. Watch me be a slut for you. I tore my eyes away from her perfect body above me to look at the screen of my phone. She had apparently set her camera up on some kind of tripod. The view was of April laying on her back, her spread legs facing the camera. I had a great view of her milky thighs, leading up to her perfect pink, shaved pussy, a pussy I had fucked earlier that night. Meanwhile as I watched April rode me slowly, sliding up and down on my cock, making a small o sound as I bottomed out in her then rising back up, her pussy clenching me the whole way. In the video I saw that Julia was beside April, lying in a similar fashion, her own pussy with trimmed brown pubic hair also on display. Julia's fingers were hooked into April and April's hand was wrapped around a big vibrator that she had pushed up inside of the girl. Why aren't you here, Mr. Hawthorne? The video April asked the camera. Why aren't you fucking your sluts? Please, Mr. Hawthorne. Julia said, her voice a whine as April fucked her with the vibrator. Please come and fuck me. You haven't fucked me yet. I watched the video of the two girls as April fucked me in real life. It ended after Julia had a squeaking orgasm, spraying cum over April's sheets. Fuck. I said. That's fucking hot. I know it is, Mr. Hawthorne. April said. It's all for you. Anytime you want to fuck Julia you can. I can call her, and she will be here. For you to use. Like you use me. I groaned at the thought, and my cock throbbed in April's twenty-year-old cunt. Oh. She giggled. You like that, Mr. Hawthorne? You like that idea? Well, it's true. Anyone you want to fuck, I would never stop you. I would only beg to be involved. But if you said no, I would sit outside the door to the room and listen, playing with myself. Just happy that you were happy. I had had enough of the slow fucking that April was giving me, no matter how good it felt. I needed to fuck her hard. I dropped my phone on the bed beside us and gripped her hips and rolled, pulling her with me, moving her under me, keeping my cock buried in her the entire movement. April giggled as I moved myself atop of her. That's right, Mr. Hawthorne. She gasped. Fuck your slut. I grunted as I began to slam into the girl beneath me. The headboard began to bounce against the wall behind it with the force of my thrusts. I realized then that I had rolled April onto the side of the bed where Kelsey slept. That should have made me feel terrible guilt but, at that moment, it made the whole scenario much hotter. I pulled almost the full length of my cock from her, leaving only the tip in and slammed forward, making her tits, still captured my her top bounce. Again and again I slammed into my slut. You like getting fucked in my wife's bed? I asked through gritted teeth. You like being a little homewrecker whore? April moaned as I called her this and wrapped her legs around my ass, encouraging me. Yes. She shouted. Yes. I'm a whore. Fuck me where your wife sleeps. She reached between us and began to rub her clit as I fucked her. Each time our hips met I twisted slightly, digging deep into her, making her gasp. I'm gonna come in your bed. She moaned. I'm going to soak your wife's spot with my slut cum. Do it. I grunted. Come for me. She threw her head back and her back arched. I could feel her already right cunt grip my cock as she spawned out her orgasm, moaning my name over and over again. I gripped her hips and held her against me as she rode out her climax, waiting until she was starting to shakily come down before fucking her hard and fast again, our bodies slapping together both of us coated in sweat. I could feel my own crest coming and I chased it as I slammed into her again and again. Finally I reached my threshold and moaned her name as I released. I let go three strong sprays directly into her, balls deep, before pulling back and then slamming forward again, coming more. My cock throbbed and spasmed inside of her, my muscles tensed as I finished. Finally I fell forward, breathing heavily, laying on top of her, my twitching cock softening inside of her. 
Once I had recovered enough to move I rolled off of her, my cock sliding free. Fuck, I said. That was... Don't say it was a mistake, Mr. Hawthorne. April interrupted me. It was exactly what we should do. What you should do to your slut. Whenever you want. I sighed. Fuck. Twenty minutes later we got out of bed. I looked at the wet spot on the sheets where I had fucked April. A mix of my cum and her smeared there, evidence of our illicit coupling. I grabbed the sheets together and, after pulling on some sweatpants threw them in the washing machine. April, smiling to herself even helped me make the bed with fresh sheets. I made coffee for us and we sat down on either side of the kitchen island where I usually enjoyed my mornings alone. April, I said finally. What the hell are you doing? You have to know that you can't come here and... And what, Mr. Hawthorne? She asked. Get fucked like a slut in your bed? We discussed this. That's what I'm for, for you. I shook my head. I had already resigned myself to the dangerous, yet incredibly sexy fate of being in some kind of relationship with April. Fine. I said. I get that. We are going to keep fucking. I'm happy with that. You are a good slut. It still felt strange to call a woman a slut outside of sex, but it was growing on me. Besides, me calling her that made April smile. But we have to be more careful. I'm not leaving my wife and I don't want this to ruin that. Do you understand? April nodded. Okay, Mr. Hawthorne. She said. I get it. I'll be more careful. I was just worried that you had fucked me then forgot me. I can be your secret. I want to be your secret slut. That turns me on more than anything. But you can't ignore me. Okay. You be more careful and I won't ignore you. That's a deal. April smiled. And you have to fuck me as often as possible. I laughed. As if I had any choice in that. I said smiling. I made us some toast and we had a very light breakfast. So, I said later. What's your plan? What are you doing today? Well, she said. Today is my day off and I know you aren't working so I thought that we could spend the day together. Oh yeah? What did you have in mind? I was not entirely unpleased with the idea. It's hot, she said. Let's go to the beach. And so we went to the beach. Our city was on the lake and there were many along that coast and when April suggested the beach I had assumed that she meant one of those. She, however, let me know that she had an idea for one that was out of the city, about an hour and a half drive away. It was still early in the day so if we left right away we could get many hours in the sun before it got dark and we would have to come back to the city. It sounded good to me. I called Kelsey at work and told her that an old friend had invited me to head to the beach with him. She was a bit surprised to hear this. On my days off I usually took the opportunity to putter around the house doing as little as possible. Okay, she said through the phone, oblivious to the fact that I was sitting in our home, just feet from the young woman I had just cheated on her with in her bed. That sounds fun. I wish I could go too but I'm stuck here all day and late again. I grabbed some swim trunks and put them on, put on a tank top shirt and grabbed a hoodie in case it got cold. I grabbed some beach towels and an empty cooler and we headed to my car to drive out of the city. April had already planned on the beach so she had her stuff in a bag with her, ready to go. She stripped naked in my kitchen, completely unashamed, and put on a bikini while I watched. I was mesmerized as I watched her pale skin, her full large tits and ample hips and ass get revealed to me and then covered. Well, partially covered. Her suit was barely there. A red and white striped g-string bottom covered her shaved mound, and small triangles covered her nipples but outside of that she was nude. She pulled a light, sheer white cover-up over her head that hung to her mid-thigh and was, I assumed, ready. One last thing, Mr. Hawthorne, she said, reaching into her bag. This is for you. And me too, obviously. She dropped something into my hand and I looked down at it. It was a pink box with a button and some kind of turning control. What's this? I asked. April took something else out of her bag and held it up. It was pink and rubberized, it had a bulbous end that tapered to a curved thin part that bulged out again at the end. It was in a U-shape. I looked at it dumbly for a few moments before it dawned on me what it was. April didn't answer, but instead pushed the thing into her bikini bottoms, pushing the larger bulge up into her. With the cover-up raised I could make out the smaller bulge pressed between the lips of her pussy against where her clit would be. I smiled and pressed the button. Oh! She exclaimed and grinned at me. 
I think you can have some fun with that, yeah? I think I can. I said. The drive out of the city was pretty boring. We got on the freeway and pretty soon we were moving through what seemed like endless box malls and suburbs. I was just following the NAV system that April had programmed with our destination, paying as much attention to the girl beside me as I could without crashing the car. I had, after some playing around found the lowest setting, causing a low thrums against and in her sex as we drove. She would shift in her seat but the low power never overwhelmed her. We chatted a bit and I found out more about her. How she had moved to the city when she turned 18 two years ago. How she had been making ends meet, saving up for university, but she didn't know what she wanted to study. It was good to get to know my slut more than that she liked to be fucked. That being said I had fun, periodically speeding up the toy and making her gasp mid-sentence, then turning it back down. After we had been on the highway for a bit, and most of the city had fallen away behind us I reached over and tugged at the cover-up. You should take this off. I said. Give the truckers something to look at. She smiled at me. Whatever you want, Mr. Hawthorne. She gripped the hem of the cover-up and briefly unbuckling her seatbelt she pulled it up. The action made her beautiful, full tits rise and fall, bouncing in a lovely way. Looking over at her I could see her hard nipples straining against the small patches of fabric. Glancing down I could see a wet spot staining the crotch of her panties. I smiled to myself and thumbed the dial on the control suddenly up to full. She squealed and squeezed her legs together, her back arching from the seat. So far when I pushed it to high I had pulled back quickly but this time I left it there briefly. I could see her breathing getting heavier and her eyes closing. I reached across the car and pulled her bikini top to the side, revealing her breast and rubbing her thumb across the nipple. She moaned and pushed her breast into my hand. I could tell that the prolonged teasing and the sudden assault was about to push her over the edge and push the off button, freezing the toy. Oh, oh, fuck. She gasped and laughed shakily. That was mean, Mr. Hawthorne. Oh, I'll let you come before we get there. I promised. Just not yet. Take out your other breast. She said nothing but silently complied, reaching under the triangle and pulling it to the side so that both of her breasts were free. We heard an air horn blast as a trucker passed us, and April waved to him. She was rewarded with another blast and a huge smile from the bearded man. Mr. Hawthorne. She said. Can I suck your cock? I grinned and moved my seat back a few inches so that she could get between the wheel and my stomach. I was already mostly hard from playing with her and watching her but I sprang to fullness as she tugged at the elastic waistband of my swim trunks. I lifted my ass off the seat so she could pull them down and I sprang free. Fuck I love this cock. She said, almost moaning as she leaned down and began to swirl her tongue around the swollen purple mushroom head. She held me firmly at the base of my cock and licked its length before sucking the head into her mouth. She sucked me steadily, not hurrying, not trying to rush my orgasm but enjoying and letting me enjoy a slow blowjob as I drove down the highway. I turned the toy inside of her back on to the low setting causing her to moan around my shaft. We had left the main highway and were now cruising along a secondary highway that ran along the coast of the lake. On one side of the road was beautiful blue water, on the other were trees. I enjoyed the scenery and the feeling of a hot young mouth sucking me off. After a while I saw a gas station ahead with a small store. I indicated the turn and pulled in. I lightly tapped April's shoulder. You should stop for a bit. I said. We should pick up some drinks and snacks. I need to get gas too. Ah. Uh, I said pouting as she pulled me from her mouth. Go on. I said. Put on the cover up and head in. I'll pump gas you pick up snacks. Take my card to pay. I handed her my credit card and put myself away, tucking my cock up into the band of the shorts and pulling the edge of my tank top down to cover the bulge. April pulled on the cover up and got out of the car and started to head into the store. I had the nozzle in the tank and was watching her nice ass walk away from me when I turned the power on the button up to halfway. I saw her freeze as she walked and looked back over her shoulder at me. I smirked and waved to her with the hand holding the remote. She shook her head and resumed walking. I topped up the tank and then headed for the store. It was a small mom-and-pop type place. It had probably been there for forty to fifty years. The paint was peeling and when I stepped in the doorway and my eyes adjusted, I saw that it was all old metal shelves and some coolers in the back. I could see the older man who was behind the counter ogling April as she moved through the store, an armload of chips and some candy. Her hands were full so she headed towards him to drop the stuff on the counter. Just got to get drinks. 
she said smiling at the man whose eyes were wide seeing her beautiful young body. As she turned away from him I leaned against the doorway to watch and thumbed the control completely to full power. Oh! April exclaimed and almost jumped, reaching out to steady herself by holding onto one of the metal shelves. Are you okay? The man behind the counter asked. Oh, I- I'm fine, she said, her teeth gritted. Just fine. She looked at the door and saw me smirking. Absolutely fine, she said defiantly in my direction. She was headed back to the coolers at the back of the store. I walked there as well to intercept her. How's it going? I asked. Just fine, she said with her lips tight. You are being mean. I chuckled. I thought you were my slut, I said and moved to stand close beside her, the shelving hiding all but our heads from the man behind the counter. I reached forward and took her breast in my hand, rubbing my thumb across her already hard nipple, circling it, then pinching it. She responded with a moan and I turned the remote back down to half. Go pay and we can leave. She walked back to the counter, smiling at the man who was blatantly devouring her with his eyes. Once she dropped the drinks on the counter he began to slowly skin each one. I leaned against the doorway again and once more pushed the toy up to high and I could hear her squeak. You okay? The guy asked. Fine. She said through gritted teeth. Just in a bit of a hurry. The man showed no sign of hurrying and I could see her pressing her thighs together. Her cheeks were flushed and I could see her shoulders rise and fall as she was breathing more heavily. So that will be, are you paying for the gas too? The guy asked and April nodded. Okay. With the gas at 68.87. How will you be paying? With. She gasped and closed her eyes. The man looked at her concerned. With credit. I saw her hand over the card with shaking fingers and gripped the counter. Okay. The guy said. Give me a minute. This machine can be wonky. He took the card and began typing in the total. Oh whoops. He chuckled. Wrong amount. Let me clear that out and get the right one in there. April was leaning forward now, elbows on the counter. The guy was definitely distracted because he could peer down her top as it fell forward, getting a great view of her barely covered tits. Her eyes were squeezed shut as she tried to ignore the relentless vibrations against her sex. Oh, fuck, she said quietly. Are you okay? He asked. Why, yes. Please hurry, though. She looked over her shoulder at me at the door, face desperate, pleading silently for it to let up. I shook my head and grinned. Okie dokie, the guy said. It's going through here. Let me bag that up for you. Oh shit, April said. Oh, 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 she eyed. I saw her knees buckle, and she barely held herself up with her arms on the counter. Her hips were jerking as she lost control and came there in the store with the man now very concerned. Lady, he asked, half standing. Are you really okay? Oh, fuck, f fuck. April moaned as her climax crested. Finally, I turned the remote to the off position and walked to the counter. I think she's fine, I told the man. I put my arm around her waist and held her up as she shivered out the last of her orgasm. Aren't you, April? Why, yes. She finally managed. I just got lightheaded for a second. I think I need to go lay down. I took the bags of our stuff and led April out of the confidence store. Fuck, Mr. Hawthorne, she said as we got into the car. That was mean? I finished her statement for her. Yes. So mean. But? I prodded her. But I liked it. I like being your slut. And you are very good at it, April. I said and lightly stroked her hair behind her ear. I need you to fuck me again. She said. I will. Soon. I promised and we continued towards the beach. It turned out that the beach we were going to was very secluded. I had turned off of the highway onto a dirt road and then down a track with grass growing up in the center of it. April let me know that we were headed to a piece of property owned by a friend of her family. They had bought it intending to build a cabin but due to some money troubles had delayed the construction. The track ended at a small clearing where I parked the car beside two others. Then we took our load of towels, snacks and supplies down a wooded path that led downwards. Finally it opened up on a very small beach in a tiny cove on the lake. Despite the secluded nature of the place, we were not alone. There was a family, a father, mother, and young child playing in the sand. A bit further down a young man was in a short chair reading a book. He was thin but not too skinny. He had long brown hair and was wearing cut-off jean shorts. 
It was beautiful. It was about noon at this point, and the sun was above us and very hot. We quickly laid out our blankets and I pulled off my tank top. April shed her cover up and again, I was greeted with a view of her perfect body. Just looking at her I was already half hard again. Let's get in the water and cool off. She said and began to run towards the gentle waves. I watched the perfect round ass bounce as she moved and smiled. When the water got up to her thighs she dove into the water coming up pushing her wet hair back out of her face. I could see, off to the side the father of the family was watching her run with some intensity, and I smiled, proud that April was mine. I stood and joined her, jumping in myself. It was cold. I came up with a shout and she laughed, wrapping her arms around me. Fucking cold! I said, still shocked. I know. She laughed. She pressed her chest against mine. Feel how hard my nipples are. They were indeed very hard, like little pebbles pressed against me. I slid my hand up her stomach and cupped her breast, rubbing my thumb across the nipple. Oh yeah? I said, chuckling. Is this from the water or... I gave it a pinch. Something else? Well, maybe a bit of both. She had her legs wrapped around me and I was holding her up, one hand on her ass, the other on her breast. Her back was to the beach so none of the others there could see what we were doing in the chest high water. Once you got used to it the water was not too bad. I pulled April tighter against me, my cock, now fully hard once more, pressing against her sex, only the two thin layers of fabric of our swimsuits keeping us apart. I thought cold water was supposed to make your dick shrink, she said, grinding herself against me. Nothing could make my dick shrink when you are in my arms. I told her, grinding back. She reached down under the water and I could feel her pushing my trunks down. I let them fall under the water and made sure that they stayed around my legs so they didn't float away and I lost them. She pushed her very small bikini bottoms to the side and my cock was now nudging against her pussy, nestled between her lips, rubbing against her clit. I pulled her against me, letting my cock slide along until I was lined up against her opening and began lowering her. The feeling of my cock leaving the cold water and sinking into her pussy was electric. She kissed me and out tongue swirled as I buried myself into her completely. I turned, moving so that she was looking back towards the beach. Is anyone looking at us? I asked as I began to slowly push up on her ass, sliding almost completely out before pulling her back down. Yes, she said. Both the man and woman. They are talking to one another. Maybe they are guessing what we are doing. I bet he wishes he was me. I said, slowly fucking my slut out in the waves. But he's not, she said. I'm only your slut. I won't fuck anyone else unless you tell me to. I pushed her bikini top to the side of one breast and ducked my head down to take her nipple in my mouth, sucking and flicking my tongue across it. And if I told you to fuck someone else? She gasped and groaned against my shoulder. If you tell me to, she said, I'd do anything. But I'd be thinking about you the whole time. Good, I said. I don't want you to fuck anyone else. No other men anyway. You are mine. Yes, she moaned. Your slut. Your side girl. I was speeding up now, needing to feel the friction of her hot tight cunt on me. Small waves were forming around us but from the shore it would mostly look like we were playing around. I was pinned up from the slow blowjob I had received on the road so as I sped up my fucking I was getting closer and closer to finishing. Gonna come soon. I warned her. I'm close. Good. She moaned into my ear. Fuck me, come in me. I want to feel you come in me again. I grunted and pushed and pulled on her hips, chasing my climax. She was gasping each time my balls hit her as I hurried completely inside of her. Fuck you fill me up. She said. Fill me, Mr. Hawthorne. Fill me with cum. Fuck. I grunted and shoved deep one last time and released, spraying her inside with my seed. Fuck. I was gasping for breath and after my first release slowly slid in and out, using her tight pussy to milk my cum. Sorry. I said. I don't think you finished. She kissed me again. That's okay. You can pay me back later. We left the water shortly after that, me pulling my shorts back up, her straightening her suit. We went to our blanket to lay in the sun. I was on my back, propped up on some blankets and April laid with her head on my thighs. I had a book and she was looking through her phone. It was nice and relaxed. For the moment the sexual tension was eased and we were just enjoying being together. I glanced over at the family and saw the father was blatantly staring at April, his hungry eyes devouring her.
He was, I suspected, not much older than I was but clearly, we were living very different lives. His slightly overweight wife was yelling at their child for something and he couldn't help hungrily looking at April and wistfully at me, wishing we could trade places. Then the wife realized what he was doing and started to fiercely whisper yell at him. Very soon they were packing up their things and left. She looked angry and he looked resigned. I shot him a friendly smile but was very glad I was not him. That left just us and the younger man on the beach. Can you spread some sunscreen on me, Mr. Hawthorne? April asked me. I grinned. Despite having been inside of her, fucking bet time and time again the opportunity to have my hands on her could not be missed. I took a glob of sunscreen in my hands and rubbed them together to warm it and began applying to her calves. I took my time working the sunscreen into the milky white skin. I looked up and saw that the young guy had gotten up and was wandering up the beach pretending to look at the scenery but stealing glances at my slut. When he came close to us I called out. Hey kid. I shouted. What's your name? Um, me? He asked dumbly. Um, Mark. How old are you, Mark? I asked. I'm twenty. What do you care? He said defensively. April. I asked the girl who I had my hands on. Would you like Mark to help me put sunscreen on you? April looked up at me and smiled. If that's what you want, Mr. Hawthorne. She said. Mark. I called out. Come here and help me cover her with cream. You up for that? He looked around to see if he was being pranked. What? Really? He asked but he was already hurrying over. Yes. I said. But if I let you do this, there's rules, okay? He stopped then. What do you mean? If I tell you to stop what you are doing, you have to stop immediately. Okay? You can't touch her face. You can't touch her pussy. You aren't going to fuck her, and she isn't going to suck your cock or even touch it. You good with that? I looked at him to see how he took the rules I laid out. For real? You are going to let me. I'm okay. Is she? He looked down at April. Are you okay with this? I'll do anything Mr. Hawthorne says, Mark. April answered. So are you going to rub me or not? He held his hands out for some sunscreen. I smiled and squirted some into them and sat back to watch him start. Finish her legs, Mark, I said. I watched him swallow with nervousness and then reach slowly out and lay his hands on her calves where I had just applied lotion. He looked scared and excited, like a bunny about to bolt at the first sign of a predator. I could see that he already had a bugle in his cut-off jean shorts. Higher, Mark, I said. I already did there. I watched his hand shake as he slid them higher along her thighs. He rubbed slowly, her plump flesh moving under his hands. He dipped his hands between her thighs and I saw April shiver and look up at me smiling. She reached her hand out and found my cock hardening and squeezed it through my shorts. He was at the top of her thighs now, too timid to touch her exposed ass cheeks. I leaned forward and untied the strings on her hips and pulled them away. His eyes went wide when he could see her pussy on display now. The ass, Mark? I said. He slid his hands higher and began to rub her perfect round ass with more sunscreen, making sure not to miss any spots. Meanwhile April had pushed my shorts down, my hard cock popping free. Mark's eyes widened when he was me but, since April had taken me in her mouth and began to suck I ignored him. As Mark fondled her ass and then lower back I took April's head in my hands and began to push into her face, feeling my cock slide along her tongue and into her throat. She gagged a bit, and I pulled back then pushed forward again, speeding up my thrusts. Mark's mouth hung open while I fucked April's face, and he rubbed her body. I slowly, get deeply thrust in and out of her hungry mouth, savoring every glut sound she made as I bottomed out. As his hands reached her mid-back I took the strings that held her bathing suit closed and undid them, tossing it to the side. Mark then massages lotion into her upper back and on her sides. He dared to smear cram across the sides of her breasts, and, when neither April or I stopped him, lingered there feeling the first yet soft skin. He had finally reached her shoulders and arms, and when done seemed unsure of what to do. I pulled out of her mouth. Turn over, April. I said. Mark's mouth hung open as she rolled over, naked, her perfect twenty-year-old body on display for us. I could hear the hiss of Mark's sucking air in between his teeth in appreciation. Holy shit, man. He said. I know. I said. I really know. Anyway, back to work, Mark. April, spread your legs so it's easier for him. April complied, looking me in my eyes with a look of complete trust and submission. 
I knew that she would do anything I told her to and I loved her for it. She opened her legs and her perfect shaved pussy spread as she did so. We could see that she was already wet. I sat back on my heels and watched Mark slowly move his hands up her legs, from shins to thighs and then. What did I tell you, Mark? I asked sternly. Ah shit man, I'm sorry. I won't. I shook my head and interrupted him. I'll take care of her there, Mark. Why don't you move upwards? His hand slid up over her belly and began circling her breasts, spreading lotion as he went. He looked back at me and not being told to stop he circled closer and closer to her hard pink nipples. Meanwhile I stroked my fingers lightly through April's lips, teasing her lightly brushing over her clit. She squirmed, stimulated in two places at once. I pushed my finger into her, and then a second, stroking in and out. I let my thumb press against her clit, rubbing it as I stroked her. She began to breathe heavier and bite her lip. Her juices were running down the back of my hand and onto the towel under her. I began to move between her legs, holding my cock in my hand. I think that's enough, Mark. I said. He looked disappointed but moved back. I looked over at him and his obvious arousal. April. I said, and I began to run the head of my cock through the swollen lips of her pussy. I don't want you to touch Mark but do you think we should let him watch? Whatever you want, Mr. Hawthorne. She said. Just please fuck your slut. I began to push into April and I looked at Mark. You can watch and you can jerk off if you want, but you can't get involved. That's the deal. You want to watch me jerk off? He asked, uncomfortable. I don't give a fuck about you anymore, Mark, I said as I bottomed out in April. I'm just offering you a chance to watch me fuck this little slut. I pulled back slowly then suddenly lunged forward, slamming myself into her. April cried out with pleasure as my balls slapped against her. Mark sat there for a minute as I began to fuck April in earnest, before unzipping his jean shorts and taking out his cock. I glanced at it. It was not quite as long as me and much thinner. He began to stroke himself, mesmerized by April's swinging tits. That looks dry. I said. April, why don't you spit in his hand? April turned her head and Mark held out his hand and she spat a glob of her spit into the palm. He started stroking himself again. I forgot about Mark by then. April was loudly crying out each time I slammed into her, and I was grunting with the effort. What are you? I demanded, my voice almost a snarl. I'm a slut. April panted as I fucked her. Who's slut? Yours, Mr. Hawthorne. I'm your slut. I'm a whore for your cock. Take this cock. I was shouting. Take my cock, you slut. Take it. Her tight pushy clenched around me, gripping my member as it sank deep into her again and again. Her bare ass smacked into the sand under her. She was crying out. I'm going to come. She gasped. Please let your slut come. Come. I grunted. Come for me. Lost in my passion I leaned forward and bit her shoulder, teeth sinking into her flesh, a need to make her as mine suddenly overcoming me. The pain of the bite and my demand sent her over the edge, and she cried out as she came, her pussy clenching my pounding cock. Oh fuck. I heard Mark cry out, and I looked over, and he sprayed a load of cum into the sand in front of him. I threw my head back and shouted, not a word but a sound of triumph as I too reached my crest and came deep into her pussy, emptying myself once again. I slammed into her again and again, coming more than I thought possible having come in her twice already that day. Finally I fell forward, gasping for air. It took me a moment to come down from my climax. Finally I got myself under control. I looked over at our new friend. Fuck off, Mark. I said. Show's over. He looked puzzled and stood. Um, thanks I guess. He said. We both ignored him, and he walked away. We lay there, my cock still buried in her, slowly softening. Mark, Misty ignored, gathered his stuff and left. Finally I rolled off of my girl and lay there beside her. The sun was much lower in the sky and I realized that it was almost time to leave. I stroked April's hair, then lightly ran my fingers over the bite mark that was already beginning to bruise her perfect white skin. Sorry about this. I sad. Oh, I liked it. She said. I'll look at the mark when you aren't there and remember that I'm yours. She looked up at me. Am I really a good slut for you? She asked. Yes, April. I said. You are the best slut. She smiled happily and laid her head on my shoulder. The story is continued in the next part.